Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 130 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I'm here with four-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? Collie, how's it going? Oh, man, we got lots to talk about in sneaker stuff before the episode. Like, look at this. Pirate Black's coming this summer. Yeezy's releasing again. We had Soul Exchange and all this. It was a lot. It was was a good weekend. It was. We'll discuss Soul Exchange with our guests as well in a minute. But yeah, we've got lots to talk about there. And Rich, how's it going? What's good? As we said, we have a guest, so we're joined by Sean, but you might know him as S Collard Twenty Three. That's it. 20- I got, got it. it. Okay. You, All right. you might want to practice that before I join the pod. <laughs> <laughs> See, sometimes I think of like Canada Got Soul calls you the wrong name too. I know so they I'm call off- me Scott. They call me. I know. I know. I know. It's a whole inside joke <laughs> yeah. that's not not so much a joke anymore. It's like, but what is the actual? <laughs> It's yeah, it's Sean S Collar 23. Exactly. S, so you got S, it. Collar, you got it. S Collar 23 on Instagram. He is the king of the Jordan 2. Single handedly brought the Jordan 2 back, which I'm sure we'll get into. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You, you, you had a lot to do with that. So, uh, but I mean, kudos to you, man. But yeah, uh, Sean's a great OG collector and he was part of the original 306 panel that we did at Jumpman when it opened. So, yeah, and his Instagram posts are they're like a history book and I I personally love that. I think that's oh, thanks, really man. cool, but thank you. Sean, man, welcome to the podcast. Really Oh, thanks for having on. me on, guys. Yeah, it's been a, a long time coming and so I'm glad to finally be here. Yeah, man, we yes, appreciate you. we appreciate you jumping on with us. So we'll start it off like we usually do with our wares and pickups, but before we get into it with Sean after that, we are going to talk about Soul Exchange. So we'll we'll do the wares and pickups first. So, Kev, good. why don't you start? I started off my week with the evolution of Icon Air Max One. I also rocked the Air Max One Atmos, and then it was that was Friday. So then Saturday was Soul Exchange. I actually undiested a a, a, um, a Soul Swap pair, so um, it was a hybrid that Kanatsky had created for me. So as you all know, I did that overshoe uh, conversion, but then with the midsole, the you know the blue the blue midsole that comes on that overshoe, uh, I you know I couldn't I couldn't bear to waste that midsole. So I told Kanatsky to throw that onto a um, Air Trainer One, that coriander pair. So I call it the Nike Space Trainer Hybrid. And yeah, so that was that pair. And then on Mother's Day, I rocked Air Max One, the Atomic Violet pair. Monday, I rocked Jordan One High, the Royals. And then today, I busted out the Air Trader One, the SB pair, that chlorophyll. Air Trader one, so that was my week. And in terms of pickups, uh, I actually have a few pickups to talk about. A few things I grabbed from Soul Exchange. So some things that I didn't get, but shout out to the homie Denim Hearts. He actually picked up this T-shirt for me. So I don't know if you guys can see that there, but a T with the Slam Magazine cover with the Raptors on it. I don't know. He just kind of messaged me. He's like, "Yo, I got these tees. <laughs> Do you want this?" And you know, me being a huge Raptors fan, definitely had to have that. But then shout out to also to Great Ones. He did a new t-shirt, so Scarborough Bluffs tee. So growing up from Scarborough, place that I definitely hung out a lot at uh, as a kid, uh, had to have this tee. Uh, he also dropped some pants too. I grabbed those pants. And then uh, lastly, actually, I didn't 
pick these up. Actually, this is more of a gift, but just a couple of hoodies that Midsole Collector had gifted to me. So just uh, Toronto hoodies with a Nike swoosh on it. So there's a red one and then also like a, a gold one. So shout out to Midsole Collector for those. Appreciate that. No sneaker pickups for me at Soul Exchange. Was very tempted to grab some pairs there, but you know, I was just kind of hanging out at the table, talking with people. And then uh, we were also kind of like selling a few pairs here and there. So I said, if I sold some pairs, then maybe I'll go back for some. But yeah, I think the ones that I really wanted were at SB, what was his name? SB Freak 100 or what? The guy at the back? It was the name, Kali. Uh, SB Freak. I, I forget the number behind it, but yeah, down from down east. Did you have something your size? Because No, but I mean, there was a bunch of pairs there that I was very interested in. I didn't even look at the sizes because I just saw the prices and I'm like, nah. Yeah, because it's all <laughs> old, old. A lot of great pairs there. Yeah, but, uh, almost everything. It's the greatest collection of SBs I've seen. Yeah, it was awesome. But uh, yeah, shout out to him. But yeah, no, no, no secret pickups for me, but that was my wares and pickups for the week. Might have the tides have changed, man. We're going to shows and we're not buying sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Here's an even better question, Kev. Were you plus or minus in your overall collection after Soul Exchange? Oh, no, I was minus. I was definitely minus. I sold a few pairs while I was there. So I came home with less than what I came with, which was the goal, which isn't always the case when we go to these sneaker shows. Usually it's like, you bring some money to spend, then you sell a few pairs and you have more money to spend. And then you see pairs that you're like, hmm, I kind of wanted these for a while. And now that you have a pocket full of cash, you're like kind of almost feel like you are, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say, you know, obligated to buy it, but you know, the temptation is a lot <laughs> higher once you have that. Passion. Idle, idle hands, man. Idle yeah. hands yeah. when you quick get question. that money. Quick, quick. Question, guys, at the show. What were the sneakers you noticed people come up to the table and look at the most? Like they had the most interest. Black there were Cement three, three models. Black, Black Cement three. Black Cement threes. Then the Travis Scott uh, well, ones. ones one, any threes? Any ones in the last one? Any fours? That's what people were coming to the our table looking. That's too funny. Even the at my only, table. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. The only other thing they were looking at is a few guys would point at my um all of nines because they're you know it's old. They're yeah. like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. More of the like older guys, guys that look twenty five and older. And a few guys came up and went, oh wow, great price, three hundred and fifty bucks, three hundred forty <laughs> bucks for a Jordan Elevens. I'll buy it. They lift it up and see that it's been worn once. Oh no, man, that's too much money. <laughs> all the all the cool grades, but that's because you got the yeah. resellers, right? The resellers. Yeah, they all wanted to resell. I'm like, yeah, if it was not, yeah. if it was DS, it'd be four fifty right now. So let me ask you this question, then, Kali. If you had taken like the maybe five ten minutes to just scrub down the bottom, and then they picked it up, so and then I they did, saw, right? And then I they did saw scrub it. the bottom. I did use a shoe cleaner. I just didn't like fully, like you know, like uh, the, Bro, you the didn't, rocks. You didn't, you, no, you I picked out the shit. rocks. No, I did. I actually, I sat. You did not. I did. I can show you guys the bottom. I literally did it two days before Soul Exchange. I took a butter knife and I picked out all the rocks, and then the bottom was just the the black top. It was the the tar black top. I scrubbed it down with Crep Protect, and that's what it was. I did not sauce it to take away it. I did not use any chemical other than Crep Protect. Which is not a chemical, right? So that's okay. why it was like that. I could have, like, you know, sauced it and lied to people and said, "Oh yeah, it's dead stock." But no, I wouldn't no. have. Asked, I wouldn't have expected you to, like, you know, do the soul sauce or any of that stuff to, like, you know, get it back to its icy, whatever, like dead stock. But usually, what happens is people will pick it up, they look at it, and they'll be like, "Is this worn?" And then they can't really tell, and that's when they're like, "Oh, okay, then that's a great price." But if they can see that it's dirty, 
then they kind of turns them off and then they use that it, to their it, advantage. It wasn't even dirty though. It was just like the yeah, stain really from the blacktop. It it was it was worn once. On, it looked clean to me. I didn't on, see yeah. the bottom to be honest, but it looked super clean to me. There was no creases, nothing. So, I mean, I think they were just kind of trying to maybe they're just trying to flip it they're like oh i'm gonna yeah. keep it and i can i know what it's worth like no yeah i know exactly. trust me. they wanted to just like sell it on StockX or something maybe or and that's whatever. the main thing about the shows i feel like now every day everyone that wants to buy something they go ahead and buy it online in the shows everyone's just looking for a great deal or maybe something new that they're not trying to import and pay duties and tax like no definitely but i agree i think the three like the threes and the fours uh, i was talking to sean as well like i think those especially the fours like the fours are yeah. high right yeah, now it's crazy like the yeah. fours are the fours are super hot but that black cement three shout out to jb his pair it was a 2011 uh black cement three and man i couldn't even count how many people picked that damn shoe up mm. picked it up flipped it around looked at the bottom put it back down nah. I, probably like 50 between yeah. 50 to 100 people touched that shoe and it was just it was just bizarre just to kind of see it and then even with the four the four the four actually had he had a it was the 2012 um black and red four um, not bread, not bread. <laughs> the the black and red four, and that shit sold quick. I think when uh, they let the people in at eleven, and those are gone. Mm. Like, and that's a twenty twelve pair. So just it was very cool to kind of see. Uh, like I said, the three and the four are just those are it right now. Those two numbers for me with my Chicago ones, my ninety five Chicago ones that I had on my table. Mm. Those everybody grabbed those. And I was just displaying for those who are listening, but uh, and, and then like you said, the fours, which I have, I had brought my '89 fours, my original fours that I'd beat up years ago, thirty something years ago, and uh, everybody was interested in those fours. It's so funny to see how how popular the fours have gotten when mm-hmm. that was not the case that you know not that long ago. And uh, one I had one kid looked that he was probably 14, 15 years old, and uh, he said, "Oh, what year are those?" I said, "1989." He said, "Oh, wow." He's like. I said, yeah, I got them when I was probably about your age, maybe a little bit older than you. He's like, what, what, how much, what, what are they worth? I said, I have no idea. And he gave me the craziest look like, I, what, you, <laughs> you, you don't know how much they're worth? And he's like, okay, okay, old man. Okay, boomer. <laughs> yeah, okay, boomer. <laughs> and then he's walked away. No no words were spoken after Nothing, that. Nothing, right? <laughs> he, I don't know what they're worth. And he gave me a weird look. Went like that, and, and then he walked, right, walked away. <laughs> yeah, that, that's funny, man. Yeah, man. But it's such a shift, right? Just to kind of see that, which is like yeah. yeah, very bizarre, very bizarre, very yeah. bizarre. But but cool to see the force yeah, getting popular. It's cool to see. Yes, it's, just, it's it's crazy the the shift. Like that's what are they worth? You don't know. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you not know the value what? of that shoe? I mean, listen, man, it's beat to crap. Yeah. It's got, you know, the materials all deteriorate on the top. It's the cracked in the midsole. It's 30 something years old. How, how do you put a value on that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there is, but like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Like, and I mean, $5,000 kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I mean, if you if you looked at your table, like there was a pretty like there was a tie, there was a sentimental tie for yeah, yeah. that shoe. You got pictures of yourself wearing it, wearing like the shoes, yeah, back yeah, in like the eighties and nineties, yeah, exactly. And, and so were, yeah, there were there's no value to it for me personally, but it's it, I couldn't put a value on it. But it's just interesting to see kids how they think nowadays. It's funny. I always had uh-huh. that same thought as well. Yeah. <laughs> nice, good week, <laughs> Golly, what about you? All right. Where's I wore what I wear? 
to the show, I wore I couldn't wear my pirate blacks uh, because they were on the treasure hunt display. What did I? Oh yeah, I wore my uh, New Balance Time Stone Islands. Got to break those out. Extremely comfortable for wearing for the long day. And uh, sneaker wise, that's probably the only sneaker I wore all week. I was just excited to wear break that one out. Pickup wise, uh, finally my pair from Juan. You know, after a month or so, made it to Canada. It's in it. Uh, Kev's house, I think, or, or somewhere at least. Yeah, um, so uh, I picked up the New Balance 1906Rs, the protection pack in the gray. I like that two-tonal gray color. It looks really nice. It's going to be a good pair to bring to the gym. And then I uh, I actually sold my Travis's at the show that I hit on. So I hopped on eBay the next day and found a pair. And hopefully that passes authentication guaranteed. And it'll be at Wands again. And maybe in another month I'll see you. Who knows? But <laughs> that's it for now. I think I know what that is. We'll see. It has to pass EG first. Oh, I know what it is. <laughs> but pre-owned, though. Let's go pre-owned. Save some bucks. Sure. Make some not? money. Save some money. Make some money. Why not? Nice. Good week, Collie. John, what about you? What have you been rocking this week? And uh, what was your last pickup in last week, two weeks, month or so? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I guess I'll start with the, the show. I wore my, the, the Soul Exchange show. I wore my uh, Chicago 2s, my 2022 Chicago 2s. Uh, cause that is my favorite sneaker of all time. So um, I wore that. I thought that was appropriate for the day. <laughs> and they're actually really, twos are really comfortable. So that was good for the the, uh, the long day as well. Um, and then on Sunday for the trip home, I wore uh, my Air Max 90s, the 2020 release, Air Max 90 infrared, black and, uh, or sorry, infrareds. Or I guess they nice. call them radiant reds that year, that release. Radiant, yeah, they do call them radiant yeah. reds. Yeah. So that was a nice, comfortable for the drive and stuff. Yesterday to work, I wore a 2014 AirTech Challenge 2 in the hot lava colorway, the Agassiz there. So nice. I wore the, I hadn't worn Seen that. Love that pair. Yeah, man. I hadn't worn an Agassiz in a long time. And um, I posted a reel of me wearing them, which I do regularly at school. I, I'm a teacher, for those who don't, don't know. Andre Agassi followed me based on who's that, who's that post. Oh, yeah. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it was crazy because I, I I had, I mean, I posted tons of Agassi stuff over the years, but I hadn't posted, I think, an Agassi maybe a year. And uh, the first time I posted and he followed me, I was like, what? how did that happen? That's crazy. <laughs> that was crazy. That was a fun, fun little uh, tidbit. So that was yesterday. And today I wore a pair that I actually picked up and um, got in on Monday. It was the Air Jordan 2. They're, I don't know what they call them, the white cement colorway. It's a, I think it's, it's it's white cement gray is the official colorway in the box. So so Jordan 2 High in the uh, white cement colorway. I wore that today, and I just got those actually yesterday in the mail. So put them right to feet. That, that pair is clean. Yeah, I've seen you yeah, there. So simple, so clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they aged the... Yeah, the heel, heel cup and the, yeah, the eyelets are a little bit yellowed. Yeah, it's uh, I, I used to be not a fan of the pre-aged stuff, but it's grown on me. It adds a little extra texture and, and look to it, so I, I don't mind it anymore. Mm-hmm. I think uh, that was it. And I got one other pickup. I actually, the other pickup I got this week, I got the Converse Times Fragment Weapons, which I just got in mm. also yesterday. I think both came in yesterday. And uh, so I, I'm a huge weapons guy, Converse Weapons guy. That was my first sneaker obsession back in 86. But right before the Jordan two, and so uh, I was excited they're bringing those back out. And usually when they do a, hit something with a, like they they haven't released weapons in a while, and so when they hit you with a collab right like that right out of the box, you know it's probably a sign that thing more weapons will will be coming down the pipeline. So I'm excited to see what they come out with. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah, because they they released the weapons. I think it was like early two thousand. 
Because I remember. Yeah, when I, no, they re released it in 2008 or nine. Well, that was a Foot Locker. They ended up being oh, 29.99 oh. on clearance, the Magic Johnson colorway before, and the Larry before, Bird colorway. Before that, yeah, before that, before that. early 2000s. Yeah. It's 2001, 2002. Because yeah. yeah. when I moved to Canada around that time, we were rocking the weapons. Yes. Um, they had like a, a plethora of colorways. And yes, we yes. went to town on those. And that so, was the last time they yeah. did a good job on them. Because the, the ones that came yes. out in 2000, 2006, 2008, Garbage. around there. They were they had like a, a suede on the upper, and it was it was not good. And then they've come out with also like a John Varvados collaboration. I think they completely redesigned it. And then they recently they came out with it was like the upper was just like the OG the the, the bird one, the bird version, the black and white. Yeah. But then the midsole was like this giant thick midsole. If you guys saw those, it was uh, not good. <laughs> hot, hot From garbage. a fashion statement, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot so garbage. Yeah. The early two thousand stuff was good. We, yeah, man. We were rocking yeah. those. I have. I got a low pair of the Magic version of those 2002 versions. I wish I kept them. I had a few man. colorways um, in early 2000s. They were so good. Weapons. So good. Those are my pickups, and that's what I wore in the last few days. Oh, dope. Nice. I wanted to ask you, Sean, what are your thoughts on the the aging that we're seeing now on like pairs, like the ones and the threes? And do you like the that aging? or? I, I yeah, like I said, it's it's really grown on me. I I was really not a fan when I originally first started. Well, first of all, it was all the customizers, customizers that were doing it, right? Trying because yeah. the, the the trend of being into vintage stuff was really becoming prominent, and uh, I guess the, the the customizers got wind of that and said, "Hey, let's let's start customizing, and make them look old." And so, it's, but some of the guys were like making them look like they were like stuck in a base in a flooded basement for six months like it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like it wasn't aged it was destroyed so obviously the brands are going to pick up on that and uh they start doing their own little aging my my initial thought was like just let it age on its own but like you know what like i said before it's it adds a little something a little texture a little kind of flavor to it that it's it it does especially if the sneakers from the 80s early 90s or whatever it gives you like that kind of like it does look it almost looks right because you've seen it so many times on the actual originals that because they've aged over the years that uh, it kind of gives you a, a nice i like I've, I've, it's grown on me quite a bit so i, I like it i didn't that, think i was gonna like it that much yeah originally thanks. like because I, I think kind of the same thing like we saw everyone dipping white air forces in coffee and it yeah was like, okay like that's like yeah the, that was it it was the coffee it was the, like they were yeah. coming out like orange or brown and it's like yeah it's that too much it's too yeah. much yeah and you know what like the ones i was like you know what i'm really like this but the funny thing was is the threes wasn't a big yeah. fan which threes the, oh, the uh, reimagined the reimagined oh the reimagined yeah 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 yeah. okay i yeah. i really didn't like the agent and i don't know if it's because i wanted them to be clean and maybe because i have the free throw lines right right are, right like i just like that they're like that clean white yes Again, if I didn't have the free throw lines, I would happily take yeah. a pair of the reimagines, right? But right. it's just one of those things where I'm like comparing the two and I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of the the aging yeah. on this. Like it's just yeah. not doesn't do it for me. So for me, I'm like the polar opposite. I feel like the reimagined three, that vintage look fucking works. Yeah. Like it's funny because I look at like the regular like I look at like what the twenty thirteen white cement three and it's yeah. almost like I like that reimagined. Yeah. Like to me it just it worked. Like the age heel tab. The midsole, it was just like perfection. Is oh, I think I, was it. It, I think it was you. Was it you? Who I was talking to who saw my ninety four threes on my table. I was like, are those those are the reimagines? The way my ninety fours aged looks identical to identical. what the, the reimagines look like. So they did a good job in, in kind of re- recreating that. And I, I find that the reimagines are it's it's subtle enough that it's not too overwhelming. It's not. Too, it's like just the heel tabs, just the, the the lace, the yeah, the lace hoops or the lace uh, 
the eyelets. So it's it was it was like I said, subtle enough that it wasn't it wasn't overdone, and I, and I like that. So yeah, I do I do like the reimagined threes. The ones I didn't I wasn't able to get the ones unfortunately, but they look nice from what I could see. And the um, the sort of cracked black part of the uh, the heel was or the uh, the ankle. I'm not not a huge fan of that, but I get what they're going for. But yeah, it, all of it's kind of grown on me. I don't, I don't, I don't. I really was opposed to it initially when they, they first started doing it, but now I'm, 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 I'm like, like anything, you get used to it after yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah I was definitely. just, I'm just, I was just interested to hear how you, what you're talking yeah. about, because I, I kind of the same thing. It grew on me more than I thought it. Yeah, would. yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. The texture, I think, is a really good point because that's the mm-hmm. thing for me specifically with the ones that I was like, yeah. the texture on these is really cool. Yeah, I, I haven't. I don't think I've even seen a pair in person. I don't think. Uh, so I, I'd like to see a pair at some point. In- they're jealous nice. that I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> would nice. would you do resale on them? Because the price is not too crazy. Um, uh, on the ones, I don't think so. I try. I try I'm sort of team retail for the most part. Yeah. I, the only time I've ever gone like on the resale market is if I'm able to sell. Like I don't. I haven't sold very many pairs in, ever. Like I think I sold maybe ten or twelve pairs in my entire sneaker collecting career. If I can do like a one to one sort, of, if I sell it for as much as I'll pay for the next thing, then I'll sort of sort of sort of a swap. I'll do that, but I'm not looking to pay extra really for anything. Fair I think enough. I've done I've, I've done it a few times, but it, it always leaves a sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Kev, man. Kev was like retailer. I'm off copy for like the yeah. longest, so I yeah. can definitely respect that. And you got the ninety fours, man. Like you, that's it, man. I, that's it. You're yeah, not I still wear nothing. them. I still exactly. Yeah, I still wear them. I'm happy to have those, and I paid forty bucks for those. So you know, what are you gonna do? Crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I say I'll say it to the day I die. The best forty bucks ever spent. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Dope, dope. Yeah, nice. Good week, Sean. Thanks. I will go next. So no pickups for me this week. We'll see. I think I might have something coming in the next week or two. But okay, so where's Air Max One Concepts, the heavy pair? Nice. Air Max Ninety Infrared. Air Max One Atmos. And then for the show, I wore my Air Jordan Six Carmines. Yeah. I really like that Carmine Six pair. I just love that color blocking and. Yeah. It was, I think Rich, 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 you and I were talking about this. It was one of those things where, was it the most comfortable choice? No, because I thought after, I was like, <laughs> yeah. I wore the red, I wore red shorts. I had like the Legends League uh, shorts on. So I was thinking to myself, I'm like, Carmine's was the first thing. I think it was you, Rich, was like, if you go against what your first thought was, then you're going to regret it the whole time. You're, or you're always going to come yeah. back to that being the shoe. So I, I thought after the Kobe 6 All-Stars might have been a good choice, but that was the shoe that I came to. So happy with the choice. That was a 2014 release, right? Yes. Not, yeah, yeah. not the newest one. The one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, I saw the Jumpman. So yeah, you're brave because those are not the most comfortable <laughs> shoes. On the, that 2014 release is pretty un- uncomfortable, but good for you for, for <laughs> rocking. I spent a lot of years as a retail worker wearing those uh, on yeah, Saturdays because yeah. oh, you know, wow. I just wanted to wear Jordans on a release yeah. day. You know, sure. sixes are coming out. Oh, got to wear sixes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, there was a. I forgot how hey. I forgot how much that hurts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you were bugging. <laughs> bugging on that. I also wore my KD six Aunt Pearls. Nice. Yeah, I got that pair for free. So shout out to the six, the six Scott Heat, I believe it is. Yeah, he was. Oh, I remember that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was giving away pairs, and he happens to be my size. Wow. And he was. He was literally just kind of traveling between like malls and outlets in the area, and he happened to be like fifteen minutes from me, and he was like holding up this pair for a while and i was like all right well let me just you know scoot over and if they're there then it's it's free so we'll see nice. if he still has them. nice yeah so and nice. he was, wasn't he on the panel with you guys too 
He was. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get into that 306 panel later, but yes, that's a great pair. Yeah. I really like that pair too. I love, mm-hmm. I, I actually do like that Katie six. It's a, it's a nice, there's a couple of nice colorways in it. Like yeah. that look is like a nice sleek summer shoe. Very cool. I wore my Air Max one Tokyo maze and my Air Jordan four cool gray as well. Nice. Nice. Nice wares. Uh-huh. Good variety. I like that. Nice weather. Trying to get some wares off. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Feels good to be out and free and wear whatever shoes you I'm want. T- right? I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yes. So winter, waiting, man. <laughs> Brutal. We'll wait for every year. I hate Canadian winters. As soon as yeah. November hits, it's miserable until yeah. May. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> that is my week, Rich. Oh, Trev. Let's finish it off. Yeah. Where is shit? It's been a few weeks though since I've been on. So I was gonna say, so there. you must have at least four <laughs> pickups. <laughs> I got quite a nah. I'm gonna go with one tonight. I'm gonna go with one tonight. We got a, we got a special guest, so I'm not gonna take up too much time with the pickups. <laughs> take as long um, as you want. In right. terms of where, <laughs> in terms of where's, so me and the wife were in Vegas uh, two weeks ago. So I ended up taking, and that shit is just, you know, when you travel and it's like, what do I bring? Mm-hmm. I had anxiety mm-hmm. because yeah. I didn't know what pairs I was gonna walk with. So I ended up taking um, the Union Fours. Shout out to eBay Canada, my treasure hunt pair. The what's the can't remember the damn name of it but is it desert desert moss, moss or desert moss? moss yeah desert moss pair. desert moss yeah uh yes and then i brought the reimagined threes oh nice. Um, yeah so i ended up uh rocking those for the few days that were around a lot of walking i will say jordans are definitely not comfortable got some blisters so kind of wish i brought an air max or like a runner but i think for next time that's what i'll be doing but um yeah brought those two I and mean, outside of that i've been wearing panda dunks which is a go-to of uh, that reimagined one, a lot of burn. Chicago twos have been one nice. as well. The Union two, that is it Rattan? Rattan. 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 Yeah. Uh, I love that pair, man. Yeah, shout out yeah. to yeah, shout out to the homie Mark. Love that Jordan two. Getting a lot of burn. And uh what else? It's probably just that. That's kind of been my rotation, is been the threes, the twos, and the ones, ironically. Can't go wrong with those. You can't, can't, man. And then for the show, shout out to Soul Exchange. I actually wore the Nike structure. Funny story. My plan was to wear my steel tens, my 05 pair. Wore the structures down. I drove down at them. And I'm just like, you know what? These are fucking comfortable. Mm. So I think I'm just gonna <laughs> stick with these for the sh- stick with these for the show. The 17 so hour day. Had- <laughs> yeah, man. Like <laughs> You know what? It, I kind of just, you know, I had flashbacks, like I said, of Vegas. I'm just like, I'm going to be on my feet. Like, I need something comfortable. So I just stuck with the structures uh, for the day. And my, yeah, steel tens just kind of sat in the car. <laughs> so, nice. yeah, that's what I went with for the show. In terms of pickups, I got quite a bit. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. I said, I'm going to go with one. And I ended up picking up a lot of pairs for uh, the wife. The Nike outlet, actually, we spoke about this, I think, a couple of weeks ago. They had a bunch of Roshis, so the Nike Roshi run. So I ended up picking up my wife, like, four pairs. They had a friends and family sale, plus they had, like, a 30% off. So I was getting her Roshis for, like, 20 bucks. Wow. So for me, it's, like, a no-brainer. So I ended Roshis up grabbing are, her, like... Roshis are still around? Yeah, they came back, man. <laughs> they, yeah, they, came back. Yeah. <laughs> they came back, yeah. They came back. Can I ask why? Can I ask why they came back? I have no clue. I have no clue. Trev had a pickup for his lady a few weeks back, and I was just like, yo, they brought back the Roshis, and he's Damn, like, yeah. I didn't realize they came back. Yeah, man. And my, I have a couple of wife, pairs of those, but. Roshis oh, are, yeah. are the shit. Yeah. I, 
I, my wife like loved that shoe. So like I got her a pair like years ago when they were a thing. Yeah. And then once Trev had showed me, I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit the outlet up. And yeah, they had their friends and family and I bought her every color. Like, nice. And like I said, they were like 20 bucks and, uh, you know, just grab some some obscure pairs from my, my little ones. They were like 20 a pop. So I literally just went from every size. So like one, two, three, four. So they're good for a few years. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> when it comes to shoes. So grab those. And then for me, uh, you know me, I got to gotta keep it you know og a little bit so this is a pair actually i've been hunting down i talked to the boys because i was teetering with going with the older pair for this but as the age and stuff is you know i'm starting to be a little bit more conscious about buying older pairs because then i gotta put money into it but the taxi 12s nice. um, yeah i took the oh, laces man. out because i had to i had to clean them up so i washed the laces um and yeah sean i do wash laces by themselves in the washing machine Thankfully, my wife is not listening because um, she would kill me. <laughs> buy them I, themselves. Yeah, buy just the laces. Just, just laces. Just laces. Um, and just yeah, that dude, one pair of laces. Not like <laughs> just multiple pair of pairs of laces. No. One pair of laces. One pair of laces. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a pro tip right there. That's a pro tip. Hey, yeah. Pro tip. Yo, I pay the bills. So I do the washing machine with, with the one pair of laces. So, yeah, Taxi 12s. I was teetering because I wanted the CDP pair from the countdown pack. But mm. as I said, with the age, it gets a little bit tricky. So I was like, mm. you know what? I'll, I'll settle for the 2013. Got it for a really great price. Like I told the boys, I'm actually doing, I get a bit crazy when it comes to like the Jordan stuff. So I'm actually collecting <laughs> one to 14 now in just the white colorways. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it. you know what? I get bored sometimes, man. Yeah. So it's just like, I, <laughs> So yeah, that's what that's what I'm doing right now. So I'm just missing right now the eleven, the seven, and the six is on the way. So a little preview of nice. next pickup. But nice, nice. Um, yeah, and then yeah, one to fourteen. So I'll get a nice little shot with that, and we'll see what I decide to do after that. But yeah, that's that's where <laughs> that's, that's where I'm at, man. But yeah, taxi twelve, probably my favorite colorway out of the twelves. To be honest with you, it's a taxi. I did own the OG pair a while back. Got them for about a hundred bucks, OG all, wow. but ended up having to sell them a little bit too small. And I think with the twelves, though, especially with the OGs, very stiff, mm-hmm. so not comfortable at all to wear. So, mm. so those went. But yeah, glad to to have this taxi twelve. So nice. One of my pickups, one of the many. <laughs> I will stack. I will. I will stagger them. <laughs> but yeah, that's my week. Rich started this year saying, "Oh, I'm going to slow down this year. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, get anything." Yeah. So he did. Yeah, he did no cop January, so he was successfully <laughs> able to do that. And then he <laughs> copped four pairs of shoes in the first week of February. And then copped everything <laughs> in February, yeah. March, yeah. and April. Yeah. <laughs> he is averaging one pickup a week currently. Wow, wow. nice. Yeah. That's why he didn't come Listen, to the pod for a few weeks. He was trying to hide and make it seem like he didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Now I got a few, man. So yeah, next couple of weeks I'll be I'll be putting those out there. But yeah, taxi twelve. So I'm excited when I can get that shot off. Uh, like I said, with the one to fourteen, it'd be pretty cool. So nice, yes, sir. Well, Sean, it's all about you now. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost. We got to do a solo exchange. Okay, sorry. Yes. Sorry, oh sorry, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Get get jump in the gun. So as you would have heard, we just came off a solo exchange. Sean was also there. He was the table right across from ours. Yeah. So we were there. Two days ago, three days, three days ago, three days ago. Set. 
three days ago. So yeah. that was the first local event that we'd had in the city or actually at all since 2019, I think was the last event. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty good turnout for sure. Now, turnout could have been similar to other shows. Sometimes just the size of the room can affect that sort of thing. But I would say in comparison to like SneakerCon, which was the last event that was here, there was a lot of good stuff out there. Like there was a lot of good shoes on display. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. SneakerCon, I found like there was just Easy's and Dunks, Panda Dunks specifically. But yeah, like that, yeah. that was, it was hard for me to find some cool stuff on a table where like, you know, I walked around a couple of times and I'm like, well, that was cool. Oh, that was cool. They've got a good variety there. Like I didn't feel like I was seeing the same thing on every table. No, I think there was a nice mix. Like Chef said, SneakerCon was very generic. Dunks, Jordan ones, anything hype was pretty much on the tables where I felt like with this show, it was a nice mix. I was seeing like a lot of older stuff. Price wise, like I'll talk about prices, crazy. Some of the prices, I'm like, you're bugging. And one particular, because I, you know, I'm very specific in things I'm looking for. And I found kind of indifferent though, because the 2014 infrared six, well, pink six. Pink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I actually found one. It was, uh, it wasn't my size though, luckily. But yeah, it was a bit beat up, no box, and dude wanted like three hundred and fifty dollars. I'm just like, where? Like three fifty. Three fifty. I'm like, one, you don't got a box. You didn't take, <laughs> you know, you didn't even take the time to clean it, you know. So yeah, like the, just the math ain't mathing. And it's almost a ten year old shoe now, right? Yeah, and then you factor in the age on it too, mm-hmm. right? But I felt like the prices, like you know, when I when I did my walk arounds, I was like really looking at prices, just kind of seeing where things people were putting things at. And some of them, like for me, was just just a bit overpriced, I will say, especially for used pairs. When it comes to the pre-owned stuff, I feel like we've always kind of prided ourselves on just pricing our things reasonably, you know, well, especially when it came to them being, you know, worn, where I've seen some pairs and it was just like, dude, like 420, like for this, like, like Kali got rocks in the bottom, like you couldn't even pluck those out, you know, shit, (laughs) shit like that. I I plucked the rocks out. Whatever, whatever. (laughs) But um, I would say from a price perspective, it's just and and maybe this is the shift in the times where, you know, we're kind of comparing it to years ago. But I just found that, you know, things were priced a bit high, especially when it came to the pre-owned stuff. I think when it's dead stock, I'm not going to really argue with you over the price, you know, but if it's coming to use things, then, you know, especially if you didn't take, the, you know, take the time to clean it up and, you know, really present it well if it doesn't have a box. That's kind of what I was seeing in, in terms of that. Mm-hmm. But like what Trev said, I think foot traffic, a lot of people coming through. We didn't get a lot of people that were like, hey, you buying? I mean, not the usual. I remember going to shows and it's like, are you guys buying? And I'm just like, look, we, we got a, we, we bought a table to sell. Like, why, <laughs> why would we buy your pairs? Like, you know what I mean? So it just got really annoying you know, and very I redundant. Had, you know? I had a few people come up to my dad and ask, those <laughs> listening, my dad accompanied me to my, I was displaying at Solo Exchange, and my dad, my, my wife usually uh, joins me, but she couldn't come, my brother couldn't come, so my 71-year-old dad from New York City was sitting next to me, and people were asking him if he was buying, and my dad didn't know what the hell they were talking about. <laughs> this guy want to sell me drugs? What's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> 
You buying? Are you buying? Are you buying? <laughs> and then he was uh, he was also confused that people were buying used shoes. He didn't understand that concept either. He was like, I'm going to put my foot in a guy's shoe where I had fungus and who the hell knows what was in there? <laughs> Who's buying used shoes? I had to explain yeah. to him the whole thing and uh, it was a fun day. But yeah, it was, uh, it was, I had a few people come up to me, are you buying? Are you buying? And I'm like, dude, no, look, read the room, man. Look at the, this table is not for buying. <laughs> <It's> not... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so is that is that going to be a thing now? Are we going to have to put up a sign that says we are not buying? Yeah, I think we like, spoke about that too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, people are not even. Gonna, it, yeah, they're not going to read. You know yeah, no. yeah, that's true. Yeah, especially with I have I had a very clear sign that said "Do not touch." Don't my, touch. Multiple, <laughs> I feel like it multiple and everybody grabbed their shoes that was right. They were right above that sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it wasn't like Rich said, it wasn't as bad as SneakerCon. I think SneakerCon, everyone comes up to you and asks if you're buying, but uh, it wasn't as bad. But uh, yeah, I think it might be time for we are not buying signs as well. Not that yeah. they're going to read them, like Sean said, but yeah. just staple it right to your forehead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when they look at you, they see, they, yeah. they at least have to see the sign. Yeah, or invest in like some sort of fluorescent, like or something that flashes. Yeah, yeah. Do not <laughs> touch. Do sign. not touch. I am not buying. Not I am not buying. buying. <laughs> that's actually a good one. And that's actually a good one. <laughs> no, overall, I thought it was a good turnout. I thought it was a good show. It's great to just see a lot of people just connect again with a lot of people that we haven't seen in a long time. I think with SneakerCon, like Sean mentioned before, is you know it can be very corporate, very influencer based, or whatever the case is. But it was there was you know it was good to just see people that uh, are just local community people and just chat and stuff like that, as well as you know kind of just taking in you know just a lot of the sneakers that people were rocking and and just you know walking around with even like people were just you know a lot of kids were like holding sneakers and you know selling stuff too and you know just seeing a lot of that stuff happen again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was nice. Shout out to Soul Exchange for having us. We uh, we appreciate how you guys having us out there, and uh, yeah, we're excited for the next one. I think the next one's out in your uh, your neck of the woods, Sean. Yeah, out here in August. Yeah, exactly. Are they doing month? I must have missed that shit. Yeah, yeah I think it's beginning of August. Yeah. I think it's beginning of August. Yeah. 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 Oh, dope. Yeah. Awesome. All right, your turn, Sean. Uh oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, as as many of you have already noticed, special special guest today, uh, Mr. Sean Collard, goes by S Collard twenty three on Instagram. And for those, I guess, um, you know, for those that don't know, Sean, why don't you tell us or tell tell some of our listeners that don't know where your sneaker journey began? Maybe what are some of your favorite brands, models, colorways that got you into sneakers when you were younger? Sure. Uh, okay. So I'm old. If you had guys hadn't figured that out by now, 49. So I, my sneaker journey, uh, all began. Um, I played basketball starting at a young age. I was like, I think seven or eight when I started playing basketball. So that's a long time ago. I'm 49 now. So I remember getting heavily into the Showtime Lakers with Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, AC Green, Michael Cooper, Byron Scott, all the, all the classics, you know, um, those, those guys. That was, that was the first team I really got invested in. And of course, I want to wear the, when you play basketball, for those of you maybe who don't know, I'm sure a lot of you listeners do know, but a great way to connect with your favorite players and teams is to wear the sneakers that they're wearing on court, right? Mm-hmm. So that was as a kid. I remember vividly wanting the Converse Pro Stars that Magic Johnson was wearing at the time, and I think 1983, around there. And so I was able to get those. I was excited to have those. That was my first uh, foray or, or, or my first for, I'm, I'm, it's, it, first of all, I, I go back up for a second here. Whose idea is it to start at 930 at night with you guys? <laughs> because don't I, you know Rich, I'm 49 years Rich. old? I had I had to have a I had to have a nap before the show. I still can't speak. 
<laughs> oh my lord! If, had had I known that oh. you guys started this late, I never would agree to be on the show. <laughs> anyway, so the Converse Pro Stars were the first ones that ever really I was really I remember wanting as a kid. I was probably nine or ten years old. But then I remember the one that hit me was the Converse Weapons, and we just talked about that before in 86 and that there's the whole commercial that maybe people you can look at it on youtube but the rap with magic johnson larry bird uh, yeah. isaiah thomas uh you know uh, on and on um uh, kevin McHale, and they did this ridiculous rap about the converse <laughs> weapons but watching magic johnson rock the converse weapons because he was my favorite player at the time and i had to have those i remember being obsessed with getting those in 86 and uh i was lucky enough again my mom knew a friend had a, or had a friend who kind of ran us like a sports equipment um she supply like a, she was a supplier like she could get like team jerseys and stuff like that but then mm-hmm. she was also able to get sneakers and my mom found out that she could actually get these converse weapons the, the in the magic johnson colorway so i got those for christmas uh, in uh, december of 86 and uh was so excited they were the heaviest damn shoes to this day they were so heavy when my friend, my teammates held them, they're like, "You can't wear these on court. These these are ridiculously <laughs> heavy. They're gonna break your ankles or something." But I was so excited to have them. I remember I was so obsessed with getting them. But then it wasn't long after that that I saw, and I'd already been into like I was I was already like Michael Jordan was heavy on my radar. You know, I was eleven or twelve years old when he entered the league in the NBA. I actually had gotten in '85. I got my first pair of Air Jordans with the black and red AJKOs. In '85, and I got mm. those for ni- my mom got them for me for 19.99. Wow! I got a good report card. I was I'm, I'm a tall guy, so I was I they were men's size nine. I was like in sixth grade, and like they were men's size nine. So, but I never felt they like a re- they were real Air Jordan because they were canvas. It said AJKO on the on the ankle. I was like, what the hell does that mean? What's the KO? What's the KO? You know that that which that question plagued us for the last like thirty years, yeah. um, and so I didn't feel like they were real Air Jordan. So I was like super excited when I got the Magic Johnson weapons, and then I saw the '87 dunk contest in February of '87 with Michael Jordan in it, and with and I didn't know what the hell he was wearing. It didn't look like a Nike shoe. I didn't know what that was. I was intrigued by it, and a week after that, the the dunk contest. I saw um, during during uh, coincidentally a Magic uh, a Lakers versus uh, Celtics epic battle on CBS Sports, <laughs> uh, and I saw the now uh, infamous Imagination commercial. Uh, you know the darkly lit gym, the baseline. He does the rock the cradle dunk, that whole thing. That was for, and I and I and the tagline at the end: Air Jordan. It's all in the imagination. And I was like, again, it was like, what the hell is that? There's no Nike swoosh on it. I didn't know what that was. They just looked so damn cool. And seeing what he had done a week earlier in the dunk contest, floating from the free throw line, I mean, I became obsessed with getting them. So I begged my mother, who was a single mom at the time. Uh, my, my New York City dad is actually my stepdad, but he's been, it's like the last 30 something years. So we, we dropped a step a long time ago. Um, but uh, she was a single mom at the time, so she couldn't afford much. I didn't know where, as a 13-year-old kid at the time, I didn't know where do you find shoes. And I'm a local guy in Montreal. I don't know. Whatever local sports stores were here didn't have them. So where do I go, right? So I didn't find them. And then my team in September of 87, we're going to go down to the States for a basketball tournament. And uh, we'd all heard, you know, we've all traveled to the States. And then Richie being from the States, you guys have a lot more product down there than we do up here in Canada. Oh, yeah. Especially oh, in yeah. the 80s. Especially in the 80s. So... My mom said if we find them in the tournament was in Plattsburgh, New York, which is just across the border from here in Montreal. 
And she said, if we find them there, well, I'll, I'll get them for you. And I'm thinking it's going to be the same prices. Like, you know, you could get at that time, you could get weapons, Converse weapons for like 40 bucks at a JCPenney. So I think that's probably at the, about the same price, right? Time of the tournament, we get to the, we drive, we check into the hotel. We run to the, immediately run to the mall. I, I remember running as a 13 year old kid, running through the mall find, to find the footlocker. We get to the footlocker. There they are on the shelf, the Air Jordan 2s that I've been obsessing over for the last several months. I pick up the sneaker and I look at this, the price and it's a hundred dollars US dollars, a hundred US dollars, which is like, it may as well have been a million dollars to my mother. So I, I said, uh, here they are. She's like, okay, how much are they? I said, they're a hundred dollars. She's like, put the shoe down. I'm not getting, I'm not paying a hundred dollars. I said, I'm a tall guy. Like I said, I said, I would grow three, four inches in a matter of a couple of months. Said, I'm not going to buy these shoes for you. Now you're going to outgrow them in three weeks. You know? Like, yeah. So I mean, it was devastated, but I understand. I know in retrospect, I understand why she didn't do it because it was like ridiculous to spend that much money on a pair of shoes for a kid. So I didn't get them then. And then I remember I was already obsessed, but that was like a full blown, like I need, I was cutting out pictures of these twos out of magazines. I was obsessed. I had the, I actually, I had the, the commercial on VHS, which I actually still have that same tape on VHS. And I would watch it over and over and over again. And I, I was torturing myself for months. <laughs> And then cut to my grandparents. We're going to go to a, a on vacation in California. They're doing a, a like a month long trip through California. My grandmother, God bless her. I'll get you those air, those Michael Jordan shoes if you, you give me some pictures and all. So I cut out pictures and I glued them to a piece of paper and I gave them the. I said, "This is don't like this. I want this one with the black midsole. I don't want this other one that had the white one, the red. I, I want the black midsole. I didn't know the word midsole at the time. I said, "I want the black in the middle there." Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and so she's okay. And she, she would, they went for their trip and she would check in with me every couple of days. I didn't find them. They, they're sold out. I showed the guy the picture of the foot locker. They're sold out. Damn it. And then we're getting like the, the last week of her vacation. And she said, I went to the, the uh, foot locker in Ro- on Rodeo drive in Beverly Hills and they don't have them, but the manager said they're getting these new air Jordans coming in tomorrow and she said i can get those there's a white pair and a black pair now i had just watched the 1988 all-star game and dunk contest and i didn't know what i again i on a 14 inch or 20 inch yeah TV, back then back yeah, in like there's no high def it was <laughs> i had the rabbit ears going on the top you know yeah trying to see what he was wearing and was it the jordan 2 like what is with a different color on the heel like what was that i, I couldn't tell what it was so she said they're getting a new Air Jordan in. Uh, they can a new Michael Jordan sneaker in. She said, and I can get you one of those if you want. There's a black one and a white one. Which one would you want? If you, I said, okay, I, I guess I'll take the white one because I saw him in the dunk contest. It's like how stupid am I? Like, I guess I'll take the white pair. You know, she buy me a pair of Jordans. Like, and my grandparents didn't have any money either, but I was the only grandchild at the time. So she's like, I guess she's spoiling me. So I was like bummed out I didn't get the twos. But she comes home a, a few days later. I go to her house and I open the box and I mean it was the Jordan three, the white cement Jordan threes, and oh, I mean man. immediately, <laughs> immediately fell in love. I'm like, oh, this is what an Air Jordan looks like because I had the Air Jordans before. This is that's not what this the other yeah. thing I had looked like. <laughs> and uh, oh man, I mean the buttery, soft, tumbled leather. I mean you, I mean I wish I could just people could get a hold of a, an original Air Jordan. It's as good as the retros can be, and the '94 retros were great. It didn't compare to the the eighty eights, the originals. It was it was unlike anything I've ever seen since. Just a beautiful, and I I I couldn't wait to get like back then. It was you wear them for basketball, right? It was there was no, you know, put them on a shelf and what watch you know collect dust like I do now. I couldn't wait to get them on the basketball court. So I remember wearing those the White Smith threes to a tournament not that long after Christmas. 
or no, it wasn't Christmas. It was, I guess it was February. So it was long, not long after the, my grandparents came back and gave them to me. And I, I mean, because they were so brand new, it was like a, maybe a week after the release in the States and here in Canada, no one was getting them. Right. So yeah. I remember vividly running the first game we played and I'm running up and down the court playing ball. And there were people literally yelling at me, following me down the sideline, yelling at me, yo, where'd you get those shoes? <laughs> I was like, this, it was the best feeling. I, I mean, the I was world. immediately addicted. To, I had to have all the Air Jordan sneakers ever. So that was sort of my beginning to my my Air Jordan journey and my sneaker journey. And my in terms of brands, I mean, I've always been uh, it's been about Michael Jordan ever since, uh, you know, the 80s, the late 80s. I mean, Magic Johnson's always been my guy, too. But my, once I got those Air Jordans on my feet and I really I got to watch the beginning of Michael Jordan's career, whereas I didn't get to see the beginning of Magic Johnson's career. I mean, I, I, I could have. but I was, I was a bit too young and I wasn't into watching sports that much as a you know seven year old kid, maybe. So Michael Jordan, I was like perfect. I like 11, 12 years old. He was like this exciting phenomenon. And to get to wear something that he was wearing on court, like it's exactly the same as what he was wearing in the dunk contest in 88. I mean, it was, it all came sort of came together. And that's where I really started my passion for sneakers. And it's been going ever since, you know, 35 years later. It's the same, <laughs> yeah. same kind of thing. And, uh, but I've always been, a, I've always been, a, not, not that I'm opposed to brands, but all, it seemed like all the players, because I had to, I, I always wanted to feel a connection. My, my passion for sneakers comes with a connection to the, the, the athletes, the athletes I, I idolized or the, yeah. or the hip hop artists or whoever I was idolizing at the time, what, what they were wearing. So it was Michael Jordan. It was Magic Johnson first, then Michael Jordan. It was Andre Agassi. Which is cool that he followed me all these years later on Instagram. But so I would get, you know, got some air tech challenges later. But I've always been a, a Nike uh, Air Jordan Converse initially, obviously. Still a big Converse guy, but Nike has always been my brand. And I don't, I don't, it's hard. Like people say, well, don't you like want to dabble in other brands? But like, I already buy too many shoes. So how, if I go to other brands now, how the hell am I going to keep up with my pay, my bills? If I'm now, you want to go buy a new balance? How am I going to buy a new balance? I just buy five pairs of Air Jordans last week, you know? So I got I got to stay in my lane, otherwise I'll I'll have to sell the house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I definitely feel you on that. And you're right. I think back then too, Nike had a lot of uh, signature athletes as well. The marketing and you know, and we talk about this all the time, right? You know, I also grew up uh, in the '80s as well. I'm a '79 baby, so for me, the military blue four was my first Jordan, nice. and, and that feeling that that you said, mm -hmm. you know, the OG pair, like you know, it doesn't doesn't compare to the retros now. As much as as good as they are now. Back then, when you opened that box and you saw the pair and you saw what you saw them wearing yeah. in game, but you know in person, mm -hmm. and like you said, you couldn't even see what was on TV. Like yeah. it was very blurred. You might have saw it on on, on like magazine ad yeah. or something like that. But seeing it in person was this whole other feeling. Yeah, and it just doesn't compare. And uh, yeah, I couldn't even imagine what it was like to get that Jordan Three in hand. But shout out to shout out to your grandmother. Uh, no, 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 no. You call her Nana. Nana, 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 call her Nan. Yeah, call her Nan. Yeah, shout out to Nan, exactly. <laughs> but no, so that's, I mean, such a great story. And, and like you said as well, the other thing too is that all the kids would be looking like, when kids came to school with new pairs of shoes on, we would do yeah. that. Like we would get them to take the shoe off. We would hold it in, in our hand. We would like talk about the sneaker. We talk about the details and things like that. So I can imagine it being like that, uh, you know, on the basketball court was yeah. probably uh, uh, you know, a different story too. Like well, everyone was. Yeah. But the funny thing is though, like because Michael Jordan was at the time, people don't realize that people think, oh, he's always been like the greatest player and he was always seen as the greatest player. He was scrutinized at the, his first several until he won a championship. 
Michael Jordan's never going to win a championship. He's just a scorer. He's a ball hog. He's too flashy. So like a lot of my teammates were like, oh, why do you want those Air Jordans? They're not as good as the Air Revolutions or the whatever they're, you know, the Converse cons that they were wearing or whatever they were. Because like they saw Michael Jordan as sort of like this too like flashy kind of player. Or like I remember my friend on my basketball team was like, he's not even as good as Kevin McHale. I'm like, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> now you're talking stupid. Kevin McHale, nothing wrong with the guy. He's, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. But you're not gonna compare Michael Jordan to Kevin McHale. Let's 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 take a breather on that one. But uh so it, it was like I had a I had a, a really good friend and uh, my best friend in high school. He wasn't on the basketball team, but he became obsessed with sneakers as, as much as I did or as I was. And so I got the white cement threes, and then a few months later, or I think that summer, he got the fire red threes. I was like, oh Ooh. shit. Now that's a sneaker. <laughs> no, I had to have the fire red three. So I actually was able to get for my birthday. I got, I put together like whatever money I cutting lawns and shit and my, my, my birthday money. And so I got enough money to put the, they were, had them at my local mall here in Montreal. And remember the day of my birthday, I got the, I got my, some extra money for my birthday. I'm like, okay, mom, take me to the mall. I'm not going now. It's too late. Mom, take me to the mall. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was relentless. Get me to the mall, please, please. So finally she relented. She took me. To, she drove me to the mall. We got there like five minutes before my friend was with me. He got there five minutes before the mall closed. I ran. Through, the thing was on the upper, like the second floor. Ran through the mall. There's no elevator. I ran up the stairs, ran to this mom and pop shop that was on the second floor. They were on the shelf, grabbed them. So I got the, I had the fire threes and the white cement threes in 88. And they were, again, to see that pop of red, that fire red. Crazy. Oh, man. Nothing like it, man. It was so yeah. cool. Crazy. So, so I mean, and fast forward to now, right? Like back then there was no collection. You know, you wore mm. them for basketball. Mm. You know, there wasn't a rotation. Like you said, you know, the yeah. two pairs that you had, the 88s, white cement threes, and then the fire three, that was essentially your collection. But yeah. you were just wearing them for basketball, yes. essentially, right? Destroy um, them, yeah. But <laughs> you destroy it, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think you have them anymore, um, no. like your black and reds. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we wore our shoes, right? And like when I had my basketball shoes or my Jordans or whatever, I didn't wear them just for basketball. I wore them for everything. Okay, yeah, yeah. See, right? I wasn't allowed. So, to, I wasn't allowed to do that. I was. My mom was like, "If you, if I get you these, or for your, my grandmother got me them, you're wearing them only for basketball. Only for basketball. Yeah. But I remember when I shoes. when I got my 80, white cement threes in '88. I when I went on a trip, a family vacation. My mom took me on with her friend and her the friend's daughter to Maine, and I brought them with me, even though I wasn't allowed to wear them. So I, I just because <laughs> I wanted to have, have them, them with yeah. me. I did the same thing the following year with the white cement fours, but it was like I just needed to have them with me, even though I wasn't allowed to wear them. Yeah. But I mean, fast forward to now, you have a collection. You've still been collecting all like all these years. Talk a little bit about what's in your current collection. I mean, it's going to be difficult to talk about your entire collection because you got so many pairs. But yeah. you know, what are some of the favorite pairs in your collection, whether they're retros, OGs, what are the cases? Yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the ones that are most sentimental value are the ones that are my OGs that I, I've kept all these years. I only have, I think, like five pairs left of the OGs from like the 80s and 90s. I do like to be the original owner of things, so I don't go back and hunt vintage stuff. So I all my stuff is either, uh, with, with the exception of my like 89 fours and stuff like those four or five pairs that I have, they're, everything else is a retro. But like I have early retros, the first series of retros, the two ones, twos, and threes. And so those are all special to me because I remember after I distort, destroyed my 88 threes, my white cement threes, and then all of a sudden in 94, there, we heard, my friend who was working at Full Locker at the time, we're getting those Jordans, the white Jordan, the 88s. We call them the 88s. We're getting the white 88s back. Like, what do you mean they're getting the back? He's like, they're re-releasing them. And then so 
well, I, got, I was able to get those again because like, the my, like I said my other ones were destroyed and to have those again I remember thinking I, I'm never gonna wear these because I I destroyed my 88 so badly that my mom threw them in the garbage and I'm still salty to this day about it oh. um she threw so many ogs in the garbage I I still oh. yeah yeah I'm like you sure you deserve a Mother's Day card this year remember what you threw remember what you threw out remember what you threw out in the 90s no but a lot of my stuff is uh I was so excited when they re-released stuff but the most uh, yeah the most sentimental pairs of the the ogs and some of the early retros because uh, I could get, get back what I originally had, or uh, the twos were. I be, being obsessed with twos, I never got the twos until '95 when I stumbled upon the low, the first retro. I didn't even know they were released. We all, we all just thought the because it was like there's no like media about what's releasing, right? There's no social media, mm-hmm. there's no internet, right? So we whatever we saw in stores was what we saw. So I stumbled upon that in, a, in like this store that sold pr- primarily soccer equipment I was, my friend and i were walking by oh. this store downtown montreal and like oh they had some sneakers in the window like let's go check that out we walk in and they're the the twos sitting on the shelf i'm like what is what is that what's happening <laughs> oh i grabbed it i'm like do you have a size 12 and the the, the owner's like you want these i'm like yeah i do <laughs> and so they thought i was crazy but i bought them and uh so that those are i still have that pair and they're those are obviously sentimental but i guess my in terms of my in collection in general it's all primarily retros i'd say and i just i buy what i like these days i don't i I, i've always just bought what i like i'm not into like trends and stuff like that but i have a lot of sneakers too many sneakers a lot of retros another great uh, obviously sentimental pair uh pair that means a lot to me is that the pair the jordan twos that virgil sent me virgil abloh sent me uh, which is an insane story in itself but that'll be a pair that i'll always you know hold dear near and dear to my heart yeah Um, but yeah, such a great I mean, such a great pair, first of all, um, yeah. you know, what he did with that sneaker, mm-hmm. but then also just this whole story behind it. So can we talk about that for a second? I mean, sure. how did that all happen? Like, was it kind of surprise to you? Like, did somebody mention your name? Like, what happened there? Like, how did that all come about? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. It, it was um. so I, I posted in starting in 2017 for like so, a solid five years. I was posting, I was obsessed with them trying to get Jordan Brand to bring back the twos. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Bring the twos back. So like bring the, the twos, bring back the twos. Was bring my back hashtag. the twos. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's over now because they brought them back. So I don't have, yeah. uh, have to worry about getting it right. <laughs> um, so I was I was relentlessly posting about the twos and my passion for the twos and, and my love for the twos. And I remember getting word. Well, actually, before that, I remember someone told me, like, go check out this thing on Virgil's page. And I, that was not in my wheelhouse, the Virgil stuff, the off-white stuff, like the Chicago's mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It was just, it didn't speak to me. And so someone said, just go check out this thing on his page. And so I went onto his page and I saw, it said, follow back <laughs> at the top. And I'm like, oh shit, this guy's following me. <laughs> I, that's crazy. That, so I go, okay, I guess I'll throw him a bone. I'll throw I'll follow him back. Why not? You know? <laughs> <laughs> insane. It's insane. So then I was doing, was doing this sort of campaign as a self, the one man campaign for the twos. And then the word got out that he he was going to do his own version of the two. And then we saw sort of images of them. And I was, I was so excited about it. And I remember posting one day a comparison between an OG low two and his version. And I was just excited that the shape, they got the shape right. They, re, they corrected the shape and got the shape as close to the OG as I've ever seen before. So I made a post talking about if you don't understand why I'm excited about this off-white two, this is why. This Because it looks just like an OG two. And that day, out of I, I'm I was dry, actually driving to see my parents. It was Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. So my phone started blowing up. So I, I we stopped. We had a pit stop at the Walmart in Brockville. For those of you here in Ontario, shout out to Brockville. Um, <laughs> and so I look at my phone, and 
my friends are saying Virgil's in your comments. I'm like, what? Like, did he like, did he mean he liked it or said, you know, commented something? Oh, he's like, you know, thanks or something. I go in and no, he's, he was holding a literal like Q and a, or like a, in, in the comments on this post, like answering everybody's questions about his inspiration behind why he did it. What is the midsole made of like all this shit on my post. And he did this for hours, like five, six hours. He was doing this. So it was insane. So when I finally got to Kingston to see my parents, and I got some time to go get back on my phone. I sent him a message and I said, listen, I just want to say thank you so much for doing this. You know, it means a lot to me. And it's, I can see how everybody's appreciating that you're, you know, interacting with them and stuff and really, really appreciate it. And he wrote back, I, you know, it's my pleasure. I do this for the love and for the community. He goes, send me your shoe size and your power size. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was like, okay. And so I was like, I, I was blown away, obviously. And then he said, I, I, you know, I got you kind of thing. And then I didn't, he, this was in October. And then I knew his, we knew his uh, shoe was coming out in November. And I didn't hear anything from that, that time until like a couple of days before. And he posts on his stories, a stack of shoes. And it was all like, all with all like sort of post-it notes on them. Hmm. It was a stack yeah. of the boxes of those off-white twos. I think I commented or, you know, we can sort of give like an emoji on a, on a story, like a fire thing. Yeah. And, it, and he he wrote back to me, uh, your pair are in the stack. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> wow. Lord. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's crazy. So cut to a few days later, the package shows up and it's a huge box. And not only did he send me the shoes, but he sent me all of the apparel that went with the shoes. So, you know, the hoodies and the track pants and the shorts and everything that went with it. I think the only thing he didn't send me was his hat. So I'm still salty about that also. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I couldn't care less. But then I opened the box of the shoes and thinking like he, he's not going to, like I, I was just excited to get the shoes obviously. And then I opened the box and he had personalized the shoes. And so it says via Ablo on one shoe and for Sean in quotation marks on the other. And so I freaked out, man. I mean, who, who you know, to, to get something from the brand is all is special, but to sure, get something yeah, from like the, the man himself that yeah, any person took time to personalize it. And obviously, in retrospect, then you you know, knowing what we all know what happened after that, like less than two weeks later, he passed away. Yeah, RIP. And sure. so it was like, I mean, that just made it a whole to think that had the thought that two weeks prior to him passing away, one of the last things he did was personalize a pair for this like nobody in Canada. Because I had, I shared, he enjoyed my passion for the twos. And he actually said that one of the messages he sent me was saying, you know, like he appreciated me holding the flag for the twos and my passion for them. And so, yeah, like I said, one of the last things he did was like send that, you know, take time to do that for me. Just meant the world to me and just says a lot about who he was as a person that he really, it really was, you know, you people tend or some people, you know, would tend to slag him off and um, talk about his, you know, criticize his designs and stuff. But he really genuinely was, was a person of the people and uh, was did things for the community and stuff. So, yeah, that was, I mean, obviously that'll be a pair that I'll never get, get rid of or hopefully my mom will get her hands on them and throw them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds to me that's probably one of the most unique pairs that I have oh, in your yeah. collection. To have something, again, like you said, personalized from Virgil himself. Uh, you know, RIP especially, you know, yeah. what happened uh, mm-hmm. after you received them. I think you got them a little bit early, right? before Just before release. 
Uh, no, I actually know what that pair. I think I, I think I got a couple of days after the release. I think oh, okay. if I remember correctly, I think they released on a. F- I mean, no, maybe I did. Get, no, I did. I did. I got them like two or three days before. Yes. I got yeah, them well, the, I, mean, I think I got them on the 12th and they released on the 15th, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, definitely uh, such a great story. And and the way that he recognized yeah. he recognized you. Crazy. Right. And yeah. and that's just what it's all about, I guess, with Virgil, especially like, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of his designs. Maybe like you were before yeah. you were gifted this pair. But, you know, just the way that he thinks about things and details and all that stuff, you have to respect that creative side about Virgil, even if the designs are not uh, specifically like speak to you uh, right. for all the other pairs. But yeah, no, definitely a great story to share. But speaking about retros now too, like you collect a lot of retros now, obviously, because you're getting stuff that's nostalgic to you, stuff that you like, of course, too, you mentioned. But, you know, like Rich is one of those guys who he has specific preference for certain retros too. Like there was a period where, you know, Rich wouldn't touch any of the retros because the quality was terrible. Does that sort of hold true for you as well? Like, do you prefer maybe some of the older retros or do you prefer the newer retros? What would you say is your preference? I guess it depends on the release. It's it really a case by case basis, but it yeah, I mean obviously nothing will ever compare to an OG. Anybody who holds an OG in their hands will be able to tell the difference. So it, it, it's we're always striving to hope or hoping that the brand will bring it back as close to the OG as possible, and that's not always the case, obviously. But they have been, especially in the last, I would say, I don't know, three or four years. They've really, really started to pay attention to what people want, and no, they don't hit it right every time. But they've really like with the eighty-five cut ones. They really redesigned the threes starting in 2020 with those red cements that came out in 2020. They got the shape back to the correct shape. They got the elephant print, the, the height right. And even now to back to cut to the re- reimagined threes, I know there were some messed up pairs that got in the batch, unfortunately, but they really, I mean, speaking with a couple of guys that worked on those, they really focused on getting the elephant print right in terms of like having the lines a bit lighter, not so mm-hmm. dark and thick. Again, some people got some shitty pairs, unfortunately, but that's a factory level kind of thing that that sucks. But so they really, I mean, no, the nothing will compare to an OG, but I love when they they show that they're really trying. And I, I think people don't really understand that how challenging it is at the brand for these designers who want to get it right, but they're working with budgets, they're working with the bosses, you know, their timelines and stuff to come out they have to work on next and. So it's like as much as they try to affect some change, and I know there are people at the brand who really genuinely care about getting it right, they just can't. So it's like it's unfortunate that they can't every time they want to. But it's it, yeah, I mean, I love when they it, – it's hard for me not to like – even if it's not done totally right, if a, mm-hmm. an OG colorway comes out, I mean, the nostalgia is yeah. somehow still there 35 years later. Yeah. You know, like it's and, crazy. But- but then also, like, I think the other thing, too, is that you do these comparison posts, which I think a lot of people appreciate because you get to see, I mean, sometimes you can only do the pairs that you have available. Like, you could yeah. do an OG3 because you yeah. don't have the OG3 anymore, right. but, you know, you knew what that pair was like. Then you have the 94, then you have, you know, the 2013, yeah. you know, that those types of things. So when did you start doing those comparison po- posts or, you know, what made you want to start doing those posts, you know, to show people the differences? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I almost was like by accident. I remember one year, it's just like 2016, I think. People were talking, there was, there was, I'm always in discussions with people because I try to answer as many comments and stuff like that as I can on my page and interact. I love interacting with people and stuff, good or bad. <laughs> uh, mostly good. 
But I, I remember there was a discussion about the different heights of the, and it all gets to, it's, it's so monotonous some of these conversations. But it's it's it can be fun for me when you, I like I like talking about the details of this stuff. But we're talking about the different heights of of ones over the years. So the, like there's mid cuts and there's like are the 2016s as high the black reds as high as the 94 ones. Uh, it's so I remember putting a comparison, just literally heel shots of a comparison of, of like 2007. 2013 uh, various you know 2015 2016 ones and 94s were in there as well or actually 95 but that's a whole other story uh, i'll say for another, you can just read my page I'm, i i say 94 just because i know everybody thinks 94 but they're actually 95 anyway i did this comparison with the years underneath just to show the different heights and the, the thing blew up and it was like i think i got like sixteen thousand likes or something like that and i was like oh people like this kind of stuff i'm like okay uh-huh. well, and then i started like Going back and I have my because I do have the only pair I have every release of the black cement or or people call them breads, but black cement fours I have from 89 all the way to 2019. And I so I did a comparison of every year. So 89, 99, 2008, 2012 and 2019. I've done that before. I think people really enjoy looking, believe it or not, enjoy looking at the all the difference, even if I don't like you said, I don't have every every release. Just a difference, even just from two. Like I just recently did one on uh, the 2001 True Blue threes with the recently released Wizards threes. Oh, the Wizards, yeah, yeah. yeah and just that. to show, like, because so. Michael Jordan wore both of those in 2001, that those colorways, and the the Wizards three is just basically a, the True Blue three, but with copper hits instead of red. Right. And I just wanted to show that, and then that thing that's gotten like thirty thousand something thousand likes and stuff. So, where'd you find the picture? It's funny because when you posted that picture of jordan wearing that three yeah and like the bottom you can see like, yeah the wizard color yeah i'm just like where the fuck did this guy find this stuff? i can't like, even take <laughs> i can't even take credit for that one I, that was my friend og or bus who's who nick from the og sport group and he, he yeah, i'm not sure if he if he found that one or someone's forwarded it to him but he it was i got it off his, i stole it from his page <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie i think yeah. i didn't credit him or nothing i didn't even correct no yeah. not even gonna credit <laughs> yeah i think that just you know, for that particular pair, it just it made it even more appealing to me because I already like yeah. I already liked the shoe because like it was just super clean, right? Like I said, it reminded me of a true blue, and then yeah. just to know that Jordan actually wore it yeah. as well, yeah. yeah, it just made it that much more appealing it's, to it's me. Insane. So yeah, that, I love when they do that. They'll just hit us with a P out of nowhere, you know, and something you never thought you'd see released. And yeah, and, and there, for some reason, uh, around the time of the release of those Wizard Threes. There was like controversy, like did he did really really wear them, or was it just like it looked copper in the photos, and it was really just a true blue, regular true blue three? But like I didn't know that it was a people questioned that because I, I just for years we've known that he had a PE, and it, that's what it was. So we found some pictures, and uh, I'm for, I, I was someone from Jordan Brand actually <laughs> sent me he he has a, a game worn PE of that shoe, and oh, wow. I, no, like, I, I have the PE. I, I have the game worn shoe in my office and I'm like, Oh shit. And then he sent me the pictures. I'm like, can I share these? He's like, no, you can't share them. No, the brand yeah, knows yeah. I have them. Like well, now, now I look like a douchebag for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, I'm telling my friends, I'm going to, we're going to have pictures. We're going to have pictures. Yeah. And he's like, you can't share them. I'm like, damn it. 
they do exist crazy. out there. They do exist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. No, but yeah. I, I I love those uh, comparison photos because it kind of helps to see the evolution of yeah. the retros as well. Mm. And I don't know if maybe it's something that Jordan Brand takes a look at as well. How you know people complain and people say, oh, they need this needs to be done. But when you can see the comparison over the years, I want to say it kind of helps them to you know perfect that as well because you've seen over the years the Jordan twos, right? And you've done comparison photos too, and you've done you know in depth detailed analysis i want to say even of you know just the toe shape for example you know the yeah. 2022 you mentioned you know it's super close uh, closest yeah, that has ever sleek. been to the og yeah. right they get everything right even to the height and the shape and all, all these other things i feel like those comparison posts almost help jordan brand or some of these brands to sort of get these things right too because they see what people are you know they see what the differences are yeah, I think they. I know they're paying. They pay attention to a lot of people on social media and stuff like that. And they do, like I said before, they do want to get it right. Sometimes their hands are tied by budgets and stuff like that. But so they try to affect change where they can. And sometimes it's just a matter of like getting a color right or getting like the tongue height right or getting you know. There's there's they try to even if it's like a couple of new things they can add. Like people are like, oh, you got this right, but why can't I get the rest of the shoe right? Well, because the budget wasn't there for like the a hundred thousand new hundred thousand dollar mold, you know, like yeah. So right. it, but it, it's cool to see though that they do try to like every release and people think, oh, they just they're doing it because they want to keep you on the hook. Okay, we got this right now. Next release we'll get a little bit more right. And so they keep you on the hook. And maybe there's some truth to that, but really and, and I've been privileged enough to talk to people at the brand and in the design department and stuff like that. So and they're really trying to get it right. But like I said, there's budgets, there's all kinds of red tape BS that they have to go through. And so they really, it's it's hard for them to to like get it all right at once because it, that would cost a lot more than people would even realize. But it's, it's again, yeah, it's cool to see the, the that evolution over time, like you said. Yeah, because I mean, yeah. the, the big thing too is, Back in, I guess, let's just say 99, for example, when they had Jordan 4s with the Nike Air on it, right? They retroed it with Nike Air. And then all of a sudden, everything went to Jordan brand with the Jumpman on the back. Yeah. I mean, obviously, with uh, Jordan being its own brand. But then people were complaining like, oh, we need to see Nike Air back. We need to see Nike Air back. Yeah. And then finally, they put it back on the 88 uh, Jordan 3s. You know, that was one. Yeah. Where they, where they brought the it back. The 2013s, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then people went. You know, they went nuts, and then now yeah. it's almost like a normal thing. You know, expect people expect it's to see expected, that year. Yeah. And Rich was talking about that Blacksman three on our table that people kept picking up, and it was the twenty third. No, it was a twenty eleven pair. Twenty eleven. Yeah, twenty. So people would look at it, they'd be like, "Oh wow, two hundred bucks for this sneaker." They look at it, looks great condition, and then they flip it to the back and they see the jump, and then all of a sudden they put it down. They're like, "I don't know." Uh... You know what I mean? So- <laughs> and, and literally, that's what it was. It was like they would literally pick the shoe up, flip it upside down. As soon as they turned around to the heel. And yeah. see the jump man. It was almost like it just turned off. And just yeah, it it, which off. is funny. It's funny, right? Because I mean, those. And I don't know if the, who the people were that were picking up the shoe, but it's like they probably weren't even around when you know the, the Nike Air was originally yeah. there. Yeah. The craziest thing was I did a, I did a, a comparison post between the 2007 Fire Red Threes and the 2023s or 2022s last year, 2022, and they, obviously they brought the Nike Air back for the Fire Red Three for the first time since '88. Yeah, and people went ape shit. In the opposite way, there because there's a whole gen- there's a whole generation <laughs> of kids who grew up only knowing the Jumpman, and so they're like they're ruining Jordan's legacy. His they took his logo off the shoe and put it's corporate Nike putting their stamp on it, <laughs> saying they own it. I'm like, dude, what is happening? <laughs> I'm it's like some sort of bizarro world here that they're, they're angry the Jumpman's yeah. not there. Like, holy shit! I feel like I had this conversation <laughs> with somebody before too, and there's people that probably just prefer the Jumpman because that's all they know. 
right? Mm-hmm. And, exactly. And, 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 and that's kind of what you're saying is that, you know, these kids or whoever it is, you know, they've never seen the Nike Air on it no. before. And then now that they're seeing, you know, the Jumpman removed, they actually don't like the sneaker anymore yes. because it has Nike on it, right? Exactly. That's crazy is, to think. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, right? it's but so I, bizarre. It's, you can't blame them because they that's what they grew up with, right? It's mm-hmm. we grew up with Nike Air, but they grew up with the Jumpman. So it's what they're used to. So, it, but it was just a, it was a strange, strange phenomenon. That was a post that went absolutely bananas. That was a post yeah. that I got over a million likes on. I and, remember. And, 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 and like thousands of comments, and 90% of them were, he, they've destroyed Jordan's legacy with putting the thick hair. I'm like, I had to give up because usually I try to really yes. try to help and educate. And sometimes I get frustrated and argue, but I, I had to give up because how much was to keep up with that? Yeah. Was like, yeah. Jordan, the, yeah. They were, they were livid. These fans were livid. So, so yeah. do you think it's going to get to a point where, you know, how we were asking for the Nike Air to come back? Do you think there's going to be a generation where they're going to say, bring the Jumpman back? There has to be, right? There's got to be. Like, bring, hashtag bring back the Jumpman. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, it's all part of sneaker history and that sort of thing, too. And, yeah. you know, you talked a little bit about uh, what was his name, Nick and the OG sneaker group, yeah. right? And just that whole group that you guys have, too. So what is the importance of sneaker history in basketball? Because you sh- like Rich talked about the picture. Or you talked about pictures and, you know, posting these pictures of PEs or posting pictures of Jordan in certain sneakers. Or you have Wings Logo Wednesdays and you post mm. certain pictures or even in the OG sneaker group, uh, OG support group on IG, you guys mm. post old ads, old pictures pictures and things like that like what is the importance to you of sneaker history and yeah. sharing that with you know some of these people that may not know how it all started well that's exactly what why we started in the first place i think it was we it, you know we were, we were a group of friends who just kind of met on instagram and we're all like-minded kind of older guys and we're sort of disgruntled about how things were going <laughs> and we were, we were seeing like the sort of there were people were losing the sense of history and the purpose behind the sneakers and the, the meaning behind them and so we we had a lot of between the seven of us we had a lot of I think knowledge and history and like old some of them some some of the guys are OG collectors and vintage collectors so they had pairs that could show and we want to bring some we had an idea we were we would have these great chats and DMs and stuff and we thought well, this would be a good we didn't know if it would be like a website or a blog or something. And so we finally decided on the, uh, on on just doing an Instagram page. Uh, I just jokingly when we started the group chat called it the OG support group because we were so disgruntled that it's like a we all said it's like a support group for us that we can come here after all like schlock we see on on Instagram that we come here and it's a place that we can feel supported but we had such like I said we had such great conversations that we thought this would be it would be good to just share our knowledge and share like the history and meaning behind sneakers and uh, to show that there's meaning it's not just like buy flip or buy wear flip sell repeat all that mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. stuff that there's actually meaning behind the stuff and there's there's a history and a really strong history, whether it's a players, like I said, or hip hop artists that were wear stuff back in the day. So we hit the ground running uh, back in 2016 and people seem to like it. And we, we, like you said, we bought, we posted ads, old ads and commercials and stuff and showed a bit of comparison and showed when certain players, uh, whether it be magic Johnson or different uh, Michael Jordan or whoever was wearing certain sneakers and, why it was so meaningful to us, our own personal stories and our own personal histories. And I think it brought a lot to the table in terms of, uh, and I was like, I had a lot of old pictures of myself wearing sneakers back in the day. So I could share those and it showed people that this isn't just like a new fad, like a new thing that started in 2011 when the Concords released, right? That it was, right. there was, this has been going on for decades, long before even I was uh, into sneakers, you know, in the seventies and eighties with the B-boys and stuff like that in New York city. And 
So we thought that we could bring something to the table, and, and I think we did. And yeah, it, it went really well, and I think people took to it. And I, I got we got a lot of messages, people saying that loving the nostalgia that we brought, and even younger guys saying we love the learning the history and stuff. So yeah, that, that was the purpose, and I think we we achieved it. Unfortunately, you know, like everything else, COVID came. We were on a real roll <laughs> for, a, for a few years. And COVID came in the sort of everybody kind of got like in a funk and like so we haven't really been posting as much the last couple of years. It's a lot of kind of stagnant, but we plan to get back to doing our stuff on a regular basis. But we think that did uh, I, you know speaking for myself, though, I think we did a pretty good job. No, definitely, and I mean bringing I, some of the history back. It means a lot for me, like nostalgia is one of those things that drives a lot of our passion too. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the guys that, you know, grew, grew up in that era. You know, I seen posts of you guys posting stuff on NBA inside stuff. Like that was a show yeah, that yeah, I religiously yeah. watched, you know, with Ahmad Rashad, sure. Storm, jam uh, you know, jam session. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Or, you know, not even just Jordans. Like there was trainers on there. There's like, you know, there's all sorts of stuff on, oh, that, yeah. on that page. So, you know, if you're a fan of just the, the history and the nostalgia, you know, it's nice to just flip through because you can see all that stuff. And sometimes you just think like, how did you, guys find all these old ads and you know some of the stuff that you remember as a kid yeah you know you see it again and you're like it's exactly yeah. how you remember yes, it's just yes, crazy yes. to see that so i'm hoping that you guys get back to that we will um, we will we will you know it, i know it's a lot of work too but yeah it's just great to see some of those posts sometimes too you know because we've had it we had a guy uh on our pod too uh it was 4z23 and he does the same thing too where he posts a lot of these old ads and it okay. kind of just brings back all that those memories yeah. and it kind of just like you remember where you were at the time when you saw those commercials and what you were thinking and you know even just with Jordan specifically like you talked about wearing them for basketball and you know everyone always thought you know when they put Jordans on you you can jump higher and people yeah, would just make yeah, you like yeah. they would do a test like try them try them with just yeah. normal shoes and see how yeah. high you can jump you put Jordans <laughs> right, on yeah, and yeah. Like jump with, yeah. the, with air in it now right you know, exactly sort of exactly so, but super dope that you know. I love that you guys do stuff like that, and and it's it's also a history lesson, just teaching about just sneakers and 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 how it's evolved too. So I think that's great too. Thank but you. we kind of hinted as well to this panel that you guys were on. So mm-hmm. JP uh, Ink and Money, uh, yeah. who we saw recently at Soul Exchange. So shout out to Ink and Money. Uh, Taylor was also on that panel, right? Yeah. Uh, Christian. Uh, all these people showed up at uh, Soul Exchange. So hopefully they had a chance to say what's up to you because uh, you were actually the only person that wasn't from Toronto that was on this uh, panel, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Joked on the panel that they had they wanted to find the oldest guy in Canada who was into sneakers. They had to find me, drag me in from Montreal. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that but was, I mean, that it, was, was, it was almost yeah. like a, a cool like reunion, I guess you can say. I mean, maybe yeah. at, at different I times actually didn't on get to Saturday. See money. I didn't get to see income money for. I don't know. I, I was like, I, I was so in the zone, <laughs> yeah. guarding my he table. Floating around too. He, floating around. he had his own table. I was Plus so he was focused. Buying and, yeah, 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 and that sort of thing. I too, think but... I saw him run by at one point, but I, I, I wasn't sure if that was him or not. But yeah, I, I was. I was <laughs> like we said. I saw Parlor Twenty Three message or commented on my post that when i posted about being at soul exchange he's like i didn't know you were there i'm like we were like 10 <laughs> feet away from each other i didn't know he was there either you know, so yeah I, I, there's a lot of people i missed i think unfortunately but uh hopefully next time around yeah, uh, yeah. taylor came by she was there yeah, i saw new, taylor i did see yeah yeah, yeah. son as well and yeah and, husband. and then i don't actually i don't think six got heat was there he was probably no. the only one that i didn't know jp Christian, wasn't there Christian came by later yeah. at some point. Uh, so hopefully as we were closing, yes. Nice yes I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to him. I think uh, one of his kids or something took his car. Yeah. And he wasn't able to get yeah, out yeah. in time, but tell us about your experience with the opening of that Jordan store. Uh, I mean, it's not there anymore, but I know that's <sighs> that, how you and rich connected. So yeah. So 
Well, tell us about how that 306 Brothers for Life. Um, (laughs) How did it happen? So I think there was some buzz that they were going to open a store in Toronto. And then um, I had been sort of friendly a bit with a guy from Jordan Brand on Instagram. People may know. I don't know if people. He's not with Jordan Brand anymore, unfortunately. But his name is Shane Redmond. Or is is mm. not was he hasn't passed away. He's, he's just he's just <laughs> retired from Jordan Brown. He's doing his own happy things now. But he uh he messaged me one day and he's like, What do you are you how far are you from Toronto? I said, I'm he's a, I said five hours. I said I said I go there all the time. I have family in Toronto. And he's like, Are you around in May? I'm like, I, I yeah, I think so. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, and I'm like, what is this about? And then it just, it hit me that like, oh, the Jordan store is opening. I think it's opening and maybe May. So he, so I, I don't, this, I don't, wasn't supposed to be there. I, this was supposed to be for Toronto people, but he really was a fan of my page. And so he, I guess, worked some magic and that got me. He's like, I want you to be there. And so he finagled me uh, into that. <laughs> the guys, you, you Toronto guys were gracious enough to have me on the panel, even though I wasn't from Toronto. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing was, was, was honoring Toronto and the six. And I'll, and I'm like, I'm from Montreal, 514 represent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so he got me into the, to be part of this panel. And I mean, Rich can attest to this, but th- it was like, First of all, I was nervous as fuck. <laughs> I think we all. I think we all were. <laughs> I was. I didn't know any. You guys all kind of knew each other, and I'm like, I. I remember standing in the doorway of the of the store before they let us in, and I didn't know anybody. And Christian was the first guy I think I talked to, and he was like super nice and super warm and welcoming. And so I'm always grateful to him for that. But we, I think, we, yeah, we were all so nervous, man. We didn't know what to expect. But then we got we yeah we got a tour of the store and before it opened and. And then we sat on this panel. I was, I just remember sweating profusely and <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. And I, I, I actually, even before that, I remember I showed up early. I think I, we were supposed to be there at 12, I think. And then I, I got there at like 10 because I just wanted to like get my bearings. <laughs> I want to like see what the, what, what kind of get an idea of what we were going to be, where we were. So I, I opened the door and I said, I'm here. I'm part supposed to be part of the panel and no one else was there except for people from Jordan brand and the store people, employees and that. And, and so they went and got somebody from Jordan brand and uh, who shall remain nameless because she wasn't too nice to me. And uh, she's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're early. I'm like, yeah, yeah, think? yeah, no, yeah, I'm early. I'm just, I, I just want to come and say hello and see what, like what she like, well, yeah, come back at 10. And this is like, they were like, I could see they were sitting on a couch at the back of the store, like <laughs> having coffee and chatting and laughing. And then she was annoyed that she had to come tell me that the store, like I had to come back. Oh, he's here. Like what? Anyway, so I left for two hours and I remember sitting in the mall, the atrium mall down, that's attached yeah. to. Yeah. Sitting there with my wife. I felt like I was going to throw up the whole time. I was like so nervous. <laughs> and then, but like I said, when we, when we went up back at, back at noon and we met everybody and everybody was so friendly, we were, I could tell we were all a bit nervous. And, and then we got the, a tour of the store, and you know, a guided tour from, I can't remember the guy's name, but he gave a nice guided tour. And they had the, all, all the OGs there lined up. In the yeah, yeah, that was that dope. dope. That was so dope. And then we went upstairs and to the panel and, did our thing and then we, we it was it was great. i remember i was sitting next to rich and and uh i was sitting next to you right you were yeah, sort of yeah, yeah. on the corner yeah, I, got, of the, I was yeah, on the I couch you on the chair. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly you got the good shots but yeah and then with the panel was uh it was great it, it was all a blur and then we uh we, we went we had a, the vip thing that night that the the part the the after party and uh it was that was fun too and who who was the who was the rich who was the, who's who performed there again what was, I think it was Roy, Roy Woods? Roy, Roy Woods. Woods. Yeah. Roy Woods. Yeah, that was it. That was, it. That was like Drake, it. Drake's artist. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The only reason I remember. Is he still around? 
He's, he's still he, around. Yeah, he's still around. He, okay. He actually does um, jerk chicken now. He has a jerk chicken ah, restaurant. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Okay. Uh, transition, good. Transition he's moving well. up. He's moving up in the world. <laughs> I, I thought maybe remember. he had closed with the, with 306 at the same time. <laughs> um, I do remember it being Roy Woods because I remember he was performing at one point and I turned to another buddy of mine who was there and I go, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody was saying, I didn't know who the fuck he was. So was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Just very odd. But yeah. But the coolest thing too was that the best part, and Rich, I'm sure you'll attest to this, is that during that VIP party, you could buy stuff in you the could store. Buy shit. Yeah, yeah you, man. They, were, they had stuff like the stock was on that. They had restocks of stuff. They had the bread ones and stuff, and you could have a chicken finger and then go buy a pair of ones <laughs> yes. on the wall. Like it was <laughs> the coolest experience ever, man. Oh, it was so cool. It was dope, man. And I think, like you said, I think we were all nervous because yeah, we didn't know what to expect, right? And it's cool to hear, like, how you, you know what's fucked up about this whole thing? None of us <laughs> knew how we got, like, how we became a part of this. So, yeah. Like, yeah. Shout out to T. Lynn. We had her on. So, we we asked everyone that was kind of the people that we've had on the pod that were part yeah, of the yeah. panel, like, yeah. how did you get on? <laughs> because we, yeah, yeah. we had no clue. So, like, even with your story, yeah. it's cool to hear it because I had no idea. Like, yeah. I became yeah. a part of that. So I think as a collective, like we were all very nervous. But then I think once we started talking to each other, I think me, you were chatting like before yeah. we had went in and stuff. Yeah. Cause I was wearing the infrared sixes yes. uh, from the pack to 2010. And you were wearing the DMP sixes. Yes. So we kind of like connected you know, there. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Started chatting and shit. And yeah. it was just a very cool experience. Motorsport fours. Motorsport fours gave us those. Yeah. yeah. My shit's blurred out, but I got it right behind me in the case. Yeah. yeah. I got all you guys to sign it. And it's a pair. I wore them once. Cause I'm like, I have to wear them. That's just my model. Like yeah, I wear yeah, everything yeah, yeah. for sure. And I put them in a case after that, but it was just a very cool experience. And like you said, I think all of us connecting and it's special, man. Like I said, I think we share a bond that will be forever because even for a kid, you know, just growing up, loving Jordans and being recognized in that light, because for me, it's like, I didn't look at it anything. I just look at it like, yeah, I'm a guy. I love Jordans. Yeah. And that's pretty much it. So that's to it, be able yeah. to get, be part of that and to share it with the rest of you guys was just something special absolutely so. yeah and that and that's as much as social media can be a pain in the ass since uh that the power of social media is that it connected all of all of us and uh, got us to have that pretty incredible experience you know all those years. i can't believe it's been six years already six years man crazy 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 <laughs> yeah it's been closed for three <laughs> <laughs> I always say, man, grand opening, grand closing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and the most important part is that we were there for the opening. That's all. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it was a real shame that closed down. It was. Yeah. Uh, I, I, in retrospect, you you kind of get it because I mean, I make a make a pilgrimage a couple times a year to go back and visit, you know, our house, and uh, <laughs> there was nobody in there, and it was a no, giant, a giant space on Young Street, and like yeah. I'm like, who's paying the rent here? Is anybody buying anything? And yeah. You know, God bless Jr. for being there and, uh, <laughs> and trying to manage stuff. But it was, yeah, I, I saw the writing was on the wall. Yeah, uh, because it was, yeah. And every time I went, it, there was nobody in there. <laughs> as beautiful as the space was, it was like a big, wide a good, open space. But there yeah, was like was hardly sound. anything in there. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the wall of sneakers sound. in the back, and then some apparel on tables and stuff and hangers. But you know, it's a lot of space for on Young Street for yeah. just a little bit of 
And I don't even think they used up like I mean, you guys did the panel upstairs, right? Yeah. But you know, from day to like the day to day stuff, I think it was like a, there was like a barber chair there, which I never saw anybody in that barber chair. Yeah, no. Um, and then I think it was, was like, like a, a workout. Court. Yeah, probably. Yeah. They had like classes that I think from yeah. the gym, like upstairs. Was like, how do you even like get training that? stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. it was yeah. very just very very weird. Yeah, and then there and was also that... a downstairs that led to yeah, the kids where section. the concourse. Yeah, where's the kids section, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would just it seems so disconnected from the yeah. regular store almost, right? And I, I think from what I've heard in this, in, in uh, after they closed and all that stuff from people is that there was a lot of sort of because it was like owned by Jordan Brand, but Foot Locker ran it, so there was a lot of infighting between the two companies and how to run it and stuff. So. It was a bad mix, and I think Foot Locker ultimately wanted to push Jordan Brand out so they could just run their own. That's a power store now, right now, I think. Sure, yeah. Correct. It is a power so, store now. Yeah. Because yeah. even as, as someone who was at Foot Locker when it was open, yeah. it was just, I had the same thing, you know. It was the spot that everyone went to when we had 50 days. But on a Tuesday morning yeah. or afternoon, you know, the store was empty, right? And yes, kind of yes. exactly what you said. There's, It's a big empty space, right? Right, right. The space yeah. would get some tourists that would come by, like, because, you know, there's only one of six of them in the world, but it was underutilized for sure. Yeah. yeah I think the that. only time that there was ever anything going on there was, like, my office is literally, yes. like, five minutes down the street. Was All when they would do, weekend. like, re- yeah, All-Star Weekend for sure, yes. But, I mean, like, day-to-day when they did, like, random restocks. So, right. They would have stuff that would just come in late or whatever the case yeah. was, and then they would post it, and then people would just flock to the store because they saw that oh, Bredto ones are in stock now or whatever. They yeah. restocked this, and then people would just go there, and then there was like you know it was quiet again, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or they'd have like Justin Timberlake coming when the yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like what Colin said, All Star Weekend was popping, but you know you would have, ex- I mean, I would have expected them to do something big during All Star Weekend. I think Jordan was there. At some point, yeah, he was. Um, yeah, he was, and he was very, you know, very quick visit or yeah, something. But he out. was yeah. there. Yeah, and they released a bunch of uh, sneakers, you know, on All Star Weekend, which unfortunately they, they don't really do a lot of that anymore. Like All Star Weekend's kind of like, yeah, you know, it's very quiet now. Strange, but yeah. uh, they did make an effort to to drop a lot. Of, I think they dropped Winged Twos there. They dropped mm. on C Twos as well. Yeah, um, you know, a couple of uh, highly sought after pairs that for released, sure, which created some buzz. But yeah, like you said. It was open for six years, closed for, th- or sorry, it was six years ago, but closed for three. Which is <laughs> and I mean, I'm sure COVID had a little bit to do with that too, but sure. yeah, there was, there was a lot of stuff behind Same the COVID. scenes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff behind the scenes between Foot Locker and Jordan Brand. And I'm sure, you know, like you said, you know, they wanted just to run it a certain way. But yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's great that you guys were able to connect that way because I didn't, you know, know a lot of people that you guys had on the panel with until I saw, you know, you guys connect together with that panel. And, you know, I'm sure you guys still chat every once in a while or, you know, keep in touch uh, because of that. But that panel specifically, did they give you like a, what was it like? It was a recorded. I like, never got it? anything from that. No, no ne- they were, they were supposed to be, yeah, they were supposed to, I remember talking to Shane about it and they, they were supposed to give us, I think the audio at some point or it was going to be uploaded onto their website. Mm-hmm. And they, it was not a well-oiled machine. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, a lot of the stuff they did, yeah, it just it didn't. It was like half-assed. Of, it was like, yeah, it, it did. Because yeah. even the shoes, remember we brought the shoes that yeah. they took pictures for, and they were supposed to like, they, yeah, it was just, they it was asked, a hot yeah, they, mess. they, they asked us to bring shoes, like some of our favorite pairs of shoes, like, like two or three pairs or something like that. So I brought my original 1991 Carmine sixes, mm-hmm. and one of the Jordan employees. It was it was dead stock, unlaced dead stock. 
they, they laced them up. They laced oh. they laced them up. My OG. Oh. The right shoe was already laced because that was the shoe I tried on in the store in 1991. And the left shoe was not laced because I left it dead stock. And the woman laced it up. And the, there was a crack in the midsole because she laced it up. Oh, oh no. So, yeah. So that, and I actually, there's actually, I can't remember who made the video. I think it was, I don't remember who made the video, but there was somebody who made a video of that day. And in the video, you see her lacing her it lacing up. Her lacing the shoe. <laughs> Oh god! Oh, it broke my. Anyway, they sent me a few things and to say sorry. So it was, and I unlaced it when I got the shoe back. But it, it was like, oh my the god! Damage all, was done. Yeah. It, all the that damage to say that, yeah, and all that to say that's kind of how it felt like it was being managed. It was like they were all nice people except for that lady who greeted me, who I still see on Instagram <laughs> once in a while, and I don't, I don't like any of her posts. <laughs> um, but they were nice and it was, but it was just it was just like like i remember when they because they we were on the the jordan brand website for quite a i think a couple of years at least jays in the six it was the pay the, the thing was called yeah. so they had a sort of profile on each of us but like one of the it was, it was my picture and they had audio of us talking the wrong about audio it was the wrong audio. it was the, yeah they had my picture with christian's audio oh, on top of it <laughs> So yeah, I, was, I, I, I like messaged them right because they were they they were saying when they were gonna upload it. So I, when as soon as they uploaded, I'm like, oh, they fucked up the auto. So I, I I messaged them. They're like, that, no one was responding to me. They're all probably yeah, at the party. They're right. at the party downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> but we, I was like freaking out. Like, man, they put the wrong audio. And anybody, they, they they didn't fix it. But they just they just changed. I don't know what they changed. They fixed it somehow. But it wasn't this. this it to the end. Of it, it was always my picture with and my my story written story. But the audio was, was a story that I was wrote that that it was all it was Christian. So. So Christian's voice was there. No pictures of Christian. It had nothing to do with anything that was on the page. It was just his voice telling a story about the force. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was. Just, it was. It was. Uh, it was that, bad. But that's yeah. and now you know why they fuck so many things up at Jordan Brand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, aside from all the mistakes, I'm sure there was a lot of like opening jitters or whatever the case. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know no, that listen, type of thing. But all kidding aside, it, they were they were great people. They were and they were obviously nice enough to have us there. And it was it was it was is an obviously an amazing experience. So there's a few little glitches, but that's obviously gonna come with the territory. Hundred percent. I still love the picture we got all of us with those motorsport for yeah. us. Smelling. I them? think you're smelling them. Super dope. That shot is just like yeah, timeless, man. That was a great experience. Yeah, for sure. First so time dope. I was ever gifted anything. It was, it was you'll never forget your first time getting gifted something. Hundred <laughs> percent. Do you still have the pins? All the pins and everything they gave I us. Do. I yeah, still yeah. have them. I have the sealed. pins in the same bag, the Jumpman three hundred six yep. bag down in my sneaker room. Yeah, it's uh, it's all there together. Yeah, I haven't touched That's it. Crazy. Yeah. Oh. That was such a special time. And I mean, I was there. Rich brought me along as a guest and I was able to hear you know the conversation you guys had with the panel. But you know, I can't remember a lot of the stuff that happened now. So we need to get them or request for them to release that audio. So we yeah, can yeah. do that again. <laughs> I think they burned the audio. They, they burned yeah. the tape. I think they burned, they burned <laughs> the tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, speaking about panels and talking and all that stuff too, uh, you also have your own podcast. So for those yeah. that don't know the sneaker podcast, you know, tell us a little bit about your, your podcast. Cause it's not just you that's on the podcast. Tell us a bit about, you know, the group that it's you guys myself, have. Chris Chu, Chloe, or Clarell, <laughs> Mike D. We've got Calby on the show now. Honestly, I did. I wasn't there around when they started it. I was a guest on the podcast because of 306. 
So that, oh, that's shit. how I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, and we, they're all from Montreal. None of us know who each other were. And, uh, they found out that I was from Montreal after they saw the 306 thing. And, uh, they invited me to come on, on the pod to talk about my experience there. And then it went, so we clicked so well that they said, uh, they had me back on a couple more times. And then some point, maybe a, like a year later, they said, do you want to, you want to join us as a, as like a regular pod member? And, uh, so I did. So I've been on, I think the last, I think with that's 20. So five or six years now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's very similar to, I mean, it's, there's only so many things you can do with a sneaker podcast. Right? It's like, <laughs> we talk about sneakers, just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you pick up today? What'd you wear? What'd you, you know, it's, it's the, <clears throat> it's all, but it's fun. We have a, we have good chats and uh, good conversation. So it's, 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 you know, if anybody wants to listen to us or at the sneaker podcast, and you can find us anywhere podcasts are sold. No, they're not sold. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere you listen to your podcast, your, favorite, your yeah. favorite podcast, that's where we find us. But uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's still doing it all these years, all these years later. Yeah, it's dope. And so, I mean, for those that haven't listened to your podcast, like, what's the format like? What can they expect to hear from you guys? Like I said, we got new shoes. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> what we what we wore this week or the today? What we wore today? We got new shoes that are pickups. And then we'll have usually like a, a topic that we talk about. Uh, and Chris is good at coming up with the topics. Usually some, some something that's in sort of the, the the realm of what's been going on lately in, in sneaker the sneaker world. So sort of tie-ins there. You know, like most podcasts, it's it's a very similar to anything else. But I guess if you want to hear different voices talking about sneakers, <laughs> come listen yeah. to us. <laughs> yeah. I think it's also a group dynamic thing too, right? Like yeah. a lot of people, I'm sure you guys get comments too, or people uh, that DM you guys and say, you know, I liked it when you guys talked about this, or you know, your opinion may be different from somebody else's opinion, right? Like, yeah, you, know, you guys may come from different, you know, walks of life, but also different preferences as well. You know, so that may be something as well. So. Yeah, it, it it well yeah, for sure, and I'm the the Nike Jordan guy, and all the other guys sort of dabble in a little bit of everything, right? They're they're into all different brands and stuff. So I guess it, we're all very eclectic in our tastes. I'm sort of sort of in one lane, or I, I never used to be a collaboration or collab guy, but I've become a collab guy suddenly in the last couple of years. <laughs> Thank you to Virgil. The Virgils, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, that was that's not even true. I, even before Virgil, I what opened my mind to collabs was the Amamanier threes. Uh, oh with yes. James Whitner and his uh, his Amamanier brand, and that story, his storytelling, that whole brand storytelling is incredible. And so uh, again, being raised by a single mom and that Amamanier. Jordan three was all an homage to being, you know, strong women and being raised by single women and their, their stories. And that really spoke to me. That was the first collab sneaker I ever bought. That's not true. I lied again. I bought the <laughs> at the three Oh six opening because they were there. I got the OVO tens. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he went in Toronto, right? You got to buy an OVO, but yeah, but in terms of that, that was really the, the first foray into re- really wanting a collab, not just because it was happened to be on the shelf and it was accessible. <laughs> and but uh, James Whitner and his team's storytelling is just second to none. It's incredible. So uh, I'm gonna become a big fan over the years. And so, but uh, all yeah, all all let's say all of our our tastes are very different on the show, which I think you know, makes for a good mix of conversations and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, and 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 over the uh, you guys have been doing it for what six years now, so which is quite a Something long like time. Yeah. And how has um you know the content evolved since when you first started doing it, or when they first started doing it? Well, um, I. Yeah, they. I never listened when they first started doing it, but they re, they assure me that it was shit. So I, I, I'm sure it's been got, it's gotten better over the last six or seven years. I like to think I'm. I've. I've added you had something, something to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> it sure really didn't take off until I joined. All right. Uh, no, no, they were doing okay before I joined. 
but I think we are, we, we really, like I said, we really did click. And I think, I mean, in terms of evolution, I mean, how much can a show evolve when you're talking about sneakers? I mean, do you, do you guys find that when you, how long have you guys been doing it? For? Um, well, uh, I think you can devolve if you have people on the team that wear Crocs. Well, oh, shut the fuck up, <laughs> Colin. Is well, you know what? Are you are you a croc? Or are you are you slamming one of the guys on my team? My uh, no, no, I'm slamming. So, he's he's he's, he's not acceptable. Not yeah, he's <laughs> talking to me. He's talking because, to me, Trev, man. Yeah, Chris on our pod wears, has been saying he's wearing Crocs also. So we 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 feel your Bro. pain. We feel your guys' pain. I, I, I love cro- Crocs. Is there yeah, Rich and Rich and Trevor, big Croc guys. Colin is a huge Croc hater. Uh, I'm I'm you know I'm 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 on team no yeah, Croc I, myself. I have style. Um, no. <laughs> um, Says but, the guy uh, who wears Yeezy three fifties, right? Three fifties. <laughs> stop it. Stop oh. it. Glorified Roshi run. <laughs> No, nah, but we we're year two. Um, you're year two, yeah, okay? Year, yeah, so year two still relative, So yeah, we're still you know we're still relatively new, but yeah, I get your point in terms of like how much can you talk about? Yeah, it's you know, like yeah, and I guess the way our format is set because I mean the the first part of the pod is is always like I said it's it's what we wore on feet and then what we well our pickups and then oh flooding our feet so like what the student news stories are in sneakers and okay um and but then the, the last part i guess is sort of what we do we sometimes we do a game of some chris comes up with these games you can tell he wears crocs because he took they're, stu- <laughs> they're stupid games um but that part of the show i guess evolves somewhat but it's it's the format's always been the same i guess so i guess it's it's just people seem to i think people like our listeners seem to like that we it's sort of like something familiar to them and that, that they like the that that format that we have so not much really reason to to veer away from it and uh we enjoy it so we'll keep doing it as long as people are listening 100 and i always say man if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah you know what yeah. i mean so no, and it's always, yeah i think that's that's great advice and personalities as well i, yeah. I find when you get a collective of individuals yeah different personalities like you said you have kind of your own lane those guys are into different things yeah it always keeps it interesting i think exactly. and that's what the drawback is for people exactly and calby's just become a new member of the last few months last year or so maybe maybe six months to a year i think and so he's added something new to the mix too because mike is working uh, he's a manager now at the adidas store in, in uh, the eaton center in toronto his schedule is fucked he's like he's all over the place so he he was usually our, our main host and he can't come. So then Chris is sort of taking over the, the hosting duties and Clarell Chloe is always busy with his kids and family and stuff. So like he's in and out. And then so it's really myself, Chris and Calby who are the mainstays and some we have guests, we have guests on. We've tried that a few times, you know, having more guests on and stuff like that. So I guess there's that's kind of the evolution where you you know you bring a new member in and you have more guests and stuff. So that's sort of where it's changed more. We've had we've had a lot more guests on the last few months. Well, I mean, I mean, it sounds to me you guys have sort of like a little bit of a recipe going on. Do you guys uh, have anything, um, you know, I expected for the future? Do you guys have any plans for your next year, or whatever the case is? Do you plan to change anything? If that's the no, case? Uh, no, 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 <laughs> stick no. to with what works. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna ride this little wave until uh, no one. The wheels listening. fall off. Yeah. How many is listeners? Oh, we got one listener left. Okay, we'll keep going. One listener. That's one. That's one listener. <laughs> 
yeah. but that's dope. I mean, it's great to, it's almost kind of like an outlet even. I find when we do our podcast too, you don't always, you know, talk expecting people to listen, but then you get DMs and people would say, oh, remember what you said on this podcast yeah. and, you know, that type of thing. So I, I, I think it's fun when, when you get those types of interactions. Yeah, and, it's, and-, and it's wild to get, like, sometimes we get DMs from people like in New Zealand or Germany. Sure, it's and crazy. Like, people yeah. are listening to us around the world. What? Mm. Why? (laughs) (laughs) You know what we were. We always wear the same shit every week. (laughs) But it's it's also yeah, it's it's cool. It's cool, and uh, yeah, it's it's that aspect of it definitely. uh, And and, honestly, a lot of the the best content happens before we start recording. Hundred percent. If you want to talk about how our show is going to evolve and what we're going to do in the future, I say I always say to the the, the boys, we got to start an OnlyFans and start charging for the the pre pod <laughs> talk. That's always the more juicy and gossipy than the actual content of the pod. <laughs> so stay hilarious. tuned for a, for the uh, sneaker podcast uh, OnlyFans. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you know what, Trev used to do that too. We used to put these little snippets at the end of like bloopers and things like that too which always which was always funny to hear yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd always be like okay trev cut that part out and then at the end when you re-listen I, like i would re-listen to it every week and i would hear the part that was supposed to be cut out i'll be like trev you made a mistake you left it and he's like no no that i left it on purpose because it was like a blooper <laughs> and then people would laugh like they would joke around and you know they would dm us and yeah you know they'd be like i can't believe you guys said that or whatever the case was like they obviously knew it was a joke or whatever the case was yeah. but it was just funny like just to hear things like that like you said sometimes the funniest stuff or the best sure. content is sure. stuff that you actually weren't expecting to yeah. record it's just an, it's just an excuse to get together and chat really from with my friends <laughs> like at this yeah point, yeah it's it's just a like a force a forced weekly kind of check-in with my my, my buddies so, <laughs> yeah yeah that's how we explain it too like yeah. when people when i mean when people come on as guests and maybe they haven't done a podcast before yeah. right and they think it's sure. some crazy professional yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Up or whatever no nope. oh, you know, we just say like no Oh, it's just us literally the first time i was on the first time i was on the sneaker podcast i was like guys uh, i'm really honored that you guys are having me on so like what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we just recorded in mike's basement what do you want <laughs> this is, there's nothing we honored they're like shut up <laughs> okay i'm sorry yeah <laughs> but uh, so yeah geez. i mean and that's how it is with us too like yeah when we're at these sneaker events or even when i go drop off sneakers that rich has picked up and we just kind of chat on the driveway like that's what an episode could be it's like you know when they're explaining the seinfeld uh, yeah. or george was explaining to the NBC guys, yeah, you know, what did you do today? Oh, that's an Nothing. episode, you know, yeah, yeah, that's right, you know, that's kind of like what exactly. it is, but yeah, no, it's great that you guys have that outlet, you guys are able to, you know, share the same passion and that sort of thing, too. Yeah. But you know, it's, it's also great just to hear, you know, where you came from and all these different stories because you're like an OG of OGs and people may know you from the page, but you know, they don't know you as a person, but you know, getting a chance to get to know you at either these events or yeah. through your podcast, whatever the case is, you know, it's great just to hear these stories and hear where it all came from. Thanks man. Well, that's, that's been the most fun thing about the IG experience is connecting with people like connecting with guys like you guys meeting rich and becoming you know, bonded over the 306 opening. And like I said, there's, there's sometimes the social media can be a pain in the ass, but it has some pretty special moments too, so it's been cool. Definitely, dope. dope. What yeah. else you got, Kev? I think that's and Kev's, yeah, Kev's that's right. Kev froze. Kev, Kev, yeah, I'm, I'm out. It's, mid, it's I, almost like, midnight. Like, Kev's Kev like, I'm checking out, boys. <laughs> like, I reached my limit you, of my quota of questions. <laughs> uh, my bad. I just, <laughs> I've done a lot of talking today. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Kev's a talker. 
Yeah, I'm a teacher. I've been talking all day and all night. Yeah, now, so that's thank true. you, <laughs> <laughs> This has been great. And honestly, like, Sean, like, I appreciate you, man. Like, this is definitely a, a pleasure to have you, man. So oh, I, I appreciate that. you, Rich, and uh, all you guys for having me on. It's, uh, it's Like I said earlier, it's been a long time coming. And so I'm glad we finally got to do this. Yes, sir. Great yeah. conversations. Yeah, man. But yeah, yeah. shout outs. Anybody? I'm about to shout out my bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shout out uh, Acon. You know, Andrew, you kept up with me uh, smoking uh, at Sneaker Con. It was a good time. Of course. <laughs> anything so everything, so anything marijuana related, Colin's doing a shout out for, right? Yeah. I mean, there we go. <laughs> uh, no, that's I mean, one, that's one thing my dad was like freaking out about. He's like, these people, they smoke just weed everywhere. It's uh, like, <laughs> I walk outside. There's like 75 people smoking weed. Like it's open, oh, yeah. totally open. I'm like, it's legal now. You got to let, yeah. let them live. Let them live. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, you know. Shout out the obvious uh, was Soul Exchange. Of course, we all had a chance to see each other again this past weekend, which was great. What a beautiful day to be inside. Of course, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the best day of the year so far, yeah. at least in Toronto yeah. for Toronto standards, and we were all stuck inside. But inside. what? <laughs> better people to be with than everybody else but shout out to soul exchange you know for putting that event together uh shout out to ebay of course and, you know they they always hold it down for us and just being able to see their team as well so josh shireen ronan were all there kicking with us as well doing their thing but uh yeah no i just wanted to shout out again like Kali said shout out to akon ones so that's andy just for his drop for the great one stuff. He was also there with Sneaker Dads, who also has a podcast as well. So if you guys don't listen to Sneaker Dads, John Heads Ain't Ready, so shout out to him. And then, of course, shout out to Midsole Collector for gifting me those hoodies. He didn't have to do that, but he just kind of, you know, he said, you know what, take them. I'm not even going to try to sell them. You can have them. I was like, beautiful. That's amazing. Thank you so much for that. So Nice. I'll shout out Alvin, Mr. Qmart. Uh, he got a he got a, he got a photo of us at the table. Oh, and he, and he got a great picture of me mid mid sentence, looking real funny with my facial expression. I, I I actually sent it to my girlfriend. She's like, Dave, I have like six of these photos already. Like this is this is just your this is just how you photograph. Yeah. Oh, damn. That's facts so. though. It's it's either you're t- in the in the process of talking or your fucking eyes are closed. It's one of the two. <laughs> yeah. One, always. <laughs> one of the two. I caught Alan get, taking a shot of me too. I, I'm like I'm like he also posted the one where I'm like mid midway like about to give him shit for taking my picture and I was like thanks so thank you Alan thank you for that. <laughs> it was a great it was a great shot of the table. Everyone else looked good. I just I for some reason and just like I just don't photograph well apparently. <laughs> we have photos from like years ago where I'm like in the same thing like I'm just my eyes are in a weird state or they're closed and yeah anyways but it was good to see uh, Alvin and Lawrence on the uh, on the weekend as well I hadn't seen them for, for sure. a while so yeah, shout out to those guys for sure yeah I'm gonna give a shout out to uh, eBay shout out to that whole team appreciate y'all as well as um they had the authentication booth which I thought was super fucking dope because fakes do float around so it's just nice that you can have a peace of mind you're gonna buy a pair and be legit check that for you. So yeah. salute to those guys. Yeah, salute to uh, Andy Akons. Salute to uh Chef Friesel, one of our grocery store flex. Oh yeah. Uh, right. contest yeah. at the at the show, man. He won a what is it, the Macho Bagel Dunk? Macho mm-hmm. Bagel I believe Dunk. Got yeah. Size ten. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. With a special box, too. That was the special box. The, Cana- the Canadian pair was a special box, right? And mm. made sure we had that. Yeah, man. So 
Salute to yeah. him. Oh, uh, and, and, and then shout out to everybody that entered too. Yes. Coming by, donating the food to the food drive, which uh, we actually, I just sent that out today. I, I went today. Or no, yesterday? I forget when I went. Anyways. It was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been kept ready for that too. Yeah. But yeah, we. <laughs> yeah, shout out to everybody that uh, definitely donated for that. I was about to say, I've said this before, but I haven't said this. But with inflation, food banks are really tapped. So definitely a great way to give back because a lot more people, working people, are using food banks because they just cannot afford bills and groceries. So definitely something we want to get behind is donating to local food banks because they, like I said, definitely need, need that help. So that was pretty cool. We were able to do that. Very cool. Yes, sir. And shout uh, out I, to, I, I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet, Colin. <laughs> you did. You did. You did your marijuana shout outs. I, I, I got another important shout out, but yes, you can go. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Go, go. Okay. I'm like interrupting people. And then, yeah, I just want to give a shout out to the guest of the evening. Oh, thanks, man. Sean, appreciate you. Like I said, man, six years ago we met and it's been nothing but love. Um, Absolutely. I cherish the conversations we have. I appreciate what you're doing, especially when it comes to just your knowledge of sneakers. I like to soak that stuff up. I always say, if you're unsure about something, especially when it comes to sneakers, myself, I didn't know every i don't know everything i like to do research and it's also it's it's just cool when you have individuals who have more knowledge and i think it's great to just soak that up so i appreciate everything you're doing in that aspect the comparisons please keep it up i love to see it <laughs> i lo- i love to see it man because like i said a lot of these retros i haven't seen so it's just cool for you to show that and we're all able to see the evolution and yet the battles you're not gonna win them. The internet sometimes is just <laughs> it's a it's a very oh. it's a very tricky space. And I feel your pain. Cause I'll be yeah. I'll be looking at Sean I'm like, Sean. Stop like, stop responding to people. Stop like, stop, like, respond. I'm stop like, responding. I'm like, stop, Sean. Stop. But I get your frustration because I'm uh, the same way. It's like, are yeah, you guys yeah, fucking yeah. kidding me? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but all jokes aside though, like I said, man, appreciate you. And it's it's always gonna be love, man. So Thank you. I, Thank uh, you I appreciate you, Rishan. It's it's likewise uh, right back at you, and uh, you know, we all learn from each other. I'm still as old as I am. I'm still learning myself. So that that's one again another another fun aspect of Instagram is that uh, or social media is that we can still learn things that we never thought we could learn all these years later. So it's uh, yeah, much love to you uh, and all you guys for having me on, and I really appreciate it, sir. All right, Kali, we we uh, we. No, uh, I was gonna, gonna shout gonna... out shout out the homie Juan for holding it down always. You know. I... Sent hey. a lot of shoes in this year to him, so a little All more right. than I shut up. So yeah, shut up right. one. Yeah, we missed him on this episode. We missed him at, yes. at Soul Exchange. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll be able to get a chance to see him soon in person. Uh, you know, we see him on yes, the podcast sir. every once in a while. He travels a lot, so for work, so it's tough for him to to manage his schedule with the podcast. But yeah. when we do have him on, it's great. But we need an in person meeting soon. I think the last time 100%. we saw him was uh SneakerCon in September. At least that was yeah. the last time I saw him. So yep. definitely due for a visit. Yes, sir. Awesome. Yeah. Sean kind of echoing what Rich said. I appreciate all your like the history and the knowledge because whenever something new is coming out, I love to see the comparison. So don't oh, stop thanks, those. Man. I don't I don't care if other people don't like them. I enjoy them. <laughs> Wait, who doesn't like them? What are you talking about? <laughs> what have you I, heard? I was, I've been I've been reading your comment box. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I see what you're saying. I never read the comments. That's my job. <laughs> yeah, but I love the history lesson on that stuff because there's just oh, thanks, things man. like I mean I mean obviously the jump man on the fire red three was uh, yeah. <laughs> we talked about it's a monster. It's a monster. It's a monster. 
uh but yeah man that that stuff is great like those comparisons like we need people like that to kind of keep the history alive because you know it feels the the further along we get that people forget about that kind of stuff sure. so yeah keep going man thanks man i plan to <laughs> awesome. guys as always you can find us on instagram at in kicks we trust make sure to use the hashtag in kicks we trust for a potential feature and you can find me on instagram at trevsky 63 kev where can they find you you can find me on instagram kevin k man Kali, where can they find you? Find me on IG at the Hollywood Life. Rich, where can they find you? IG Gross Status thirteen. And Sean, where can they find you? And where can they find the podcast as well? At Nescar twenty three, and at also uh, OG Support Group, and at the Sneaker Podcast. Awesome, oh. Sean. Like you said, this was a long time coming, so we appreciate you jumping on, guys. Everyone, stay safe and be well. We will see you all next week. <laughs>